Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and world. You may learn something. Experience. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Welcome to another episode of the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What a week. What a week, what a week, what a week. You get what a week's once a month, so go fuck yourself. I get one once a year or two, if that. This is true. <laughs> anyway, uh, what we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. Uh, we're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. Uh, but as usual, first, Kamar, how was your week? Not a great week, man. But first, I'd like to start off by acknowledging the new Patreons. And thank you for letting us into your home. Uh, big welcome to YYH. Came at $10. Some sort of uh, acronym. Yeah, they're on the YouTube. They comment a lot. They're good people. Thank you so much. Welcome back to Carla Hagler from Dallas. Carla from Dallas. This is if we're ever in Dallas, come on down. Thank you, Carla. I forget her cat's name. Hope hope to get down to Texas. But um, yeah, I mean, it was overwhelming this week with all the uh, people sharing their uh, Spotify. What what is that called? Six, the wrap up. Year end wrap. Well, we don't have to put it out number on it there's many well, you said many the year wrap-ups and uh lots of people are listening i was a little disappointed i sent simon a four-hour alex jones and joe rogan and didn't acknowledge it thought that was a little cold <laughs> i listened to it as much as i could but you, I, I, i'm I, sorry i i didn't realize that i first of all i didn't even notice that you just sent it to me i thought you sent it to everybody mm-hmm. i didn't realize it was like you Sending it directly to me. Had I noticed that, I would have said, I thanks, Kamara. I, I, thought, I thought that's what I expected. I thought it was a yeah. personal gift to you, yeah. but whatever. I'm he, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Spoke. For the record, Simon hasn't really responded to many texts in the last month and a half. That's not true. This is fair. I don't even know why you take that as an insult. You're starting a business. You're busy. Like, but it, it, it's just. Oh, so you're just saying you're an asshole? It has nothing to do no, with he, business? He, he likes, I'm giving you an out. He likes the big time people. No. No. that No. Oh, not at all. Is he big timing us? Uh, like now he's a businessman that's and he's oh, okay. Big he's on time. Bezos level now. We're not invited to the party. We're in the garden. He's a capitalist. Um, Welcome but, to Bohemian Grove, boys. <laughs> but it was, Next four, year, it was four hours of Joe and Alex, and Joe is a wasted. Not quite Tom Green, but he's in the bag, safe to say. I just don't want that. Don't care for that. I, I That's why I didn't send it to you. It's interesting, though, because um, like I was saying to Kamar, it's. Joe is way more real on somebody else's podcast than he is on his own podcast, which is like bonkers at this point. But you really get like this insight into him that is just lost on his own program. I'm glad it, what you saw was appreciated. Also, did you see that Formula One crash? No. There's a Formula One crash last week where the car just exploded and is on fire. And like 30 seconds later, the guy comes out. Or I guess it's 15 seconds later. But they have a rule in Formula One that if your car crashes, you have to get out within 10 seconds or you're, you get penalized. What a ridiculous or, rule. Or you die, Matt. That's yeah. the penalty. Like I'm trapped in a fiery wreckage and it's like, well, he's been in that fiery wreck for five seconds too long. Looks like there's going to be a $50,000 fine this week. 
That's the dumbest thing. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. You have 10 seconds to exit your car. I mean, usually it's just, this was an extreme incident when the car was on fire, but just if the car is on the side of the road, they want you away from it. Keep in mind, we say it's stupid. There's obviously a reason behind it. There's obviously racing experts for years or else it wouldn't be a rule. They don't There's want you just safety reason sitting in there it. arguing like. Who the fuck sits in a burning car arguing? This is the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever I think their point heard. is it's not always a burning car. Sometimes that, your car that, just breaks down on the side and they want you out of it quick. This was an extreme example, but the guy survived. It, it's very crazy. Um, but I was also watching um, bull riding this week. Which do you think is crazier, race car driving or bull riding? Bull riding. I think so. That's what I thought. And there's small guys on these bulls, and he, it's not hard for you to get it. Well, they're wearing helmets now, but... I think, actually, the clowns is the craziest job. Just to have a bull Rodeo clown? stomp on your head? Rodeo clown. Your job is to go in and distract that bull when he's trying to kill the rider. So how was your week? It was a great week. Simon? Um, my week was okay. I'm not... You know what? You know what I got into this week? Is... Um, uh, no jumper. Adam 22. Yeah. Didn't know that guy existed. <laughs> I love that you say you don't know the things that we've been talking about for two years. I'm, I'm just like, no, cause I, I, hear, I can't do this anymore. I hear you say words. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it might as well be in another language. Anyways. Um, I don't know if I like them or not. I, I don't know what all the hype's about, but, um, the things I found interesting were when he goes to like, uh, just an example, there was like this 15 year old Australian rapper and he follows him around his like ghetto or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. that, that, uh, I didn't even know those places existed in Australia. I mean, of course they do, but anyways, the stuff I didn't like so much is his own. I didn't like the show so much. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see cause he just had a kid. With uh, Lena, the play who is that? Like, I feel so old. She's an Instagram now. whore. Yeah, I, I don't have to explain this to you, but uh, you don't have to explain to me who uh, she is. I've told She's you, a porn star. I, I've told you all this before. It's just the words you don't listen to. She's a porn star, Matt. Like, she's actually been in porn movies. More OnlyFans. She just did her own uh, content with that. She's not like a porno. Like, she's a porn star. Yeah, she fucks on camera, but. <laughs> what like, are we doing here? Like, did she get popular on Instagram by being a porn star, or did she get like wearing, wearing lingerie on, on Instagram. Instagram? That's a good question. I don't follow these uh, Insta thirst traps as hard as I maybe used to or should. I don't have the background, is what I'm saying. To you. So, like, what did I find out about him? He got jumped by some guy's crew named Russ. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, and the one. then some guy ago. pulled the gun on him or something. In the well, studio. That was on the, that, in that the was studio crazy. on camera. How that does exciting. that happen? So his his security guard went out to grab Postmates. Yeah. Postmates is like their Uber Eats. Okay. <laughs> well, they have Uber Eats, but Postmates is another well, one. Postmates is Sticky Notes. Yeah, so this yeah. one in the States will deliver whatever you want. No, Sticky Notes, you know. Yes, I understand right. what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, his His security guard goes out to grab the food. As he grabs the food and is coming back, some like weird sketchy dude was outside with a gun just waiting and just slid into the studio and then pulled a gun out on him. And if you watch the video, it's pretty like, do you, you watch it? I assume I watched it. Yeah. yeah he's pretty handled it better than I probably would have. Dude, I would have fucking shit my pants. Sorry. <laughs> I would have shit my pants. He may have sure, shot his pants and just never told well, anyone. I don't know. What did he say? I saw him doing like a wrap up on it and he was saying 
right away I could see that my security guard had his gun on him and that gave well, he me was like, like he more was like, confidence to not Well and the gun wasn't loaded at the end. So well, he, he was did, like this guy I know he doesn't know that, but he's like this guy nearly lost his life. Oh no, for sure. But I mean like Adam twenty two or whatever like pulls the guy's legs out from it. I don't think I would have done that. I would have fucking ducked under the table like a giant pussy. The know? studio used to be like he had a BMX shop. And it was in the, the studio back. used to be in the back. So was he a skate? He was a BMX. He was a pro BMX. Yeah, BMX. Yeah, fucking but, so, uh, so weird. The studio okay. used to be in the back of the shop. So there's a lot of people around more. So these things could happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they shut down the shop and now he's just uh Anyways, yeah. So that's uh, watched a lot of that kind of shit. Welcome to the party. Yeah, no, I'm done now. I got my fill on the next I mean, one because I just don't care about. Um, oh yeah, yeah, it's very hip hop centric. So. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can't. Believe, I, I couldn't even believe when you said. But Trump. I like like the uh, the ones where they go to the hood. You know, that seems more like a documentary than uh, those are far and few anything between. to do with hip hop. Really, I mean, I guess it has to do with it, but you know what I mean. And he had the one where uh, the girl said uh, Odell Beckham likes getting shit on. Oh, that's where that was from. Okay, well there you go. It all comes full circle. Full circle. How was your week, Matt? Another report. Fantastic. Still don't have my PlayStation 5. Oh, that's what I was say. You're on the clock, eh? And oh. what, what do you have, like, to the 24th, basically? Oh, no. He's fucked. The guy that gave it, he's, he's, I mean, actually, he's not fucked because Walmart Canada put them on sale again, and it crashed their website. And then these uh, resell bots came out, and were like, we bought 5,000 of them. No problem. So people, people are pissed, and people are having trouble getting them. So yeah, as long as I can get it before Christmas. But I'm telling you, like, fuck that company up and down. Anyway, Sony or Walmart? Oh, both of them. Fuck both. All of them. companies. One last thing about Adam Twenty Two. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so my son has been into Kadama for a really long time. I don't know. What, I don't know what you just said. Yeah, Kadama with the you ball know, on the stick. The thing <laughs> that he plays. I couldn't believe it. Like. Anyways, I got one from Kadama. Are we talking about the the game where you throw the ball up and you got to catch it? Yeah. I got one demo from you. My son has played that for like years. He's not like super into it, but I always thought it was like weird that he played it. And then I saw this guy playing and he's like in the fucking hood giving out Kadamas to people, Kandama, whatever the hell they're called. And he also is like a hardcore Pokemon Go player. He's just so fucking weird. Okay, I'm so lost, man. A riddle wrapped Wrapped in in an enigma. Anyways. All right, let's run down the guests. What a week, what a week, what a week. This is actually our first week song, any other platform but Spotify. You were right, Kamar. Started with 1572, Moxie Marlin Spike. Is that what he was doing there? I think so. No, I don't think. I was just acknowledging this is the new era. Uh, Then finished up by 1573, Matthew Ye Glacius. And we finished with what? Can only be said as Christmas comes early for Simon. 1574, Jacques Vallée and Jamie Foxx. No, that's James Fox. I like when <laughs> something's funny to you. You must have had like a inside joke with yourself about Iglesias. Uh, just because it's Iglesias, but why? Why the why? Why the why? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's rate the week. Start with the, we'll start with Kamara. Actually, we'll let Simon get his out last here. Uh, I'm gonna give this week a two. Interesting. Um, what? <laughs> what? That, that doesn't seem right. I'm going to give the week a... Let's find out. I'm going to give it a three. It should be closer to a three and a half mathematically because I think I'm at like a 3.3, but I'm going to round down to a three. 
Tough one for Simon. And I'm going to give it a... Can you stop us? Can we? St- can I stop you, actually? <laughs> sure. I don't need any suspense. Are you giving out a five this week? No. Piece of shit. Absolutely not. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Let it play out. I almost want to leave now. Well, because it's not a five. It's just, it's not it's, a five. It had some problems. He needed it, so they needed a Bigfoot photo as no, well? No, we're on the clock. We need evidence. We need something new. I almost thought, like, Jacques Vallée is a legend in the game. A legend? But I almost thought that it would have been better just James <laughs> Fox. It, it got, like, whoa. It got clunky. And Let's parts, get to it. You know? Anyways, a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, content, amazing. But, what do you rate uh, the week? I rate the week a uh, maybe a four, uh, four or four and a half. I don't know. My math is bad. That's what you rate the week. Yeah. Uh, I think it's best when we have different ratings. Yeah. Then when we're all in agreement. But my again, my math is horrible. Like I'm not. I. You just rated the week a four or what? A four or four and a half. I don't know. And now you're going to go through I don't each episode. Re- so just I don't really right remember there. the first two episodes that much. Well, you're so. going to have to give them both fours to get to a four point anything. If if Jacques Vallée and Fox is not getting a five, yeah. the other two must mathematically receive Pretty fours. Pretty much be fours, yeah. Okay, so then no, it's like a four, I guess. A three and a half. Well, let's see how we got there. That's what I, I mean. like that AB drops down to four, not realizing to, that they still need to get fours. I have to work, so then everything needs to get a four. Then <laughs> only as a result of your browbeating. A three. It's a three. I don't want to browbeat him into shit. You're a th- you're a I don't know. We'll, wow. we'll see. From a four point five to a three before the show even starts. Here. I don't want to rate. I'm very anymore. calm with my okay. two. For I'm all. done with rating. Wow. Yeah. No, you're not. At least rate till the uh, new year happens. No. Okay. Then I'm just quitting. Fuck this. We're just <laughs> making a different podcast. Can we start? Uh, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Fired up there, kids. Uh, 1573. No, 1572. Marley Moxie. What a weird. Marley Moxie Spike. That name isn't real. Marlon Moxie Spike. What is his name? Moxie Marlon Spike. Thank you. I, I was like, his name's Moxie. No, don't. That's such a ridiculous name. Anyways. I love that you're mad at him. Well, maybe I should be at his parents, but if we found out that he made that name, then I could be mad at him. Michael B. Jordan. That's simple. Should we start off with a round of rock, paper, scissors before we get into this? No. You want to go, eh? You want to play rock, paper, scissors? I want to go right now, buddy. Um, That was a weird moment, eh? You got nothing that I would want. I think that's the most poignant part of this whole podcast. <laughs> it's not, though, because it's also like, Joe, this guy's equally rich. No, I don't think he's that rich. I mean, he's up there. Okay, fine. He's rich. He's well, rich. Now we're going to have to play that game. Moxie, Either way. Marlon Spike, what do you think he's worth? Well, he was supposed to get something like $80 million from uh, WhatsApp, but walked away from it. What's most interesting is about this guy's background before this app signal. Moxie Marlon Spike is worth... Oh, my God. He must be worth so much. Uh... I'm going to say 200 million. 200 million. That's exactly what I was going to say. I'm just throwing that out there. Speaking of rock, paper, scissor, um, and Joe being super weird about that, I, I immediately thought of two people that would have squared up against that guy without even thinking about it and put their homes on the line. Yeah, again, not enough. 
According to Joe. <laughs> no, not to play Joe, but to play Moxie. You know what I mean? These two guys would have put their fucking homes up for sure. I wonder what he means, though, never lost. Like, never lost a round, never lost a best of three. Because statistically speaking, impossible. That can't be right. That's got to be a lot. Again, though, unless he's got some trick where he's, like, watching your hand super closely and he reacts a split second later, you I know, mean, that kind of thing. to never lose? <clears throat> Did he say he never lost? That's what he said. He undefeated. undefeated. But that, see, that was my question. That's where we... Like, best two of three, he never lost? See, that's or what he's never lost? Like, you throw out rock, and every time he throws he's out... He's got what, paper. rock paper. <laughs> yeah, that was my question, Simon. I was like, does this guy mean he's never lost a single round? Because that's just bananas. Like, Michael Jordan lost basketball games. You know what I mean? You, you lose. Statistics. They work for a reason. You all right there, Kamar? We can't find out how much he's worth. That is bullshit. He's between $50 million and $2.5 billion. That's a pretty wide berth. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> well, we both win. With WhatsApp, he walked away from $850 million. Yeah, listen, it, he walked away from that. He's not hurting... He walked he away be, from almost a billion dollars? That's what I'm That's what I'm thinking, and that's what I was thinking when Joe was saying that. Wait a minute, Signal like, or WhatsApp? Well, he was first Twitter security. Yeah, I understand. Then he that. went on and developed WhatsApp. I didn't realize that. That's and crazy. now he's doing Signal. Must not have been. I think to that he's part. richer than Joe. That was what was so weird about that. That was my point. When yeah. Joe was so uh, maybe I, Joe doesn't realize that. I don't think Joe. Re no, I don't think he did either. All. I was like Joe because this guy looks like he's worth like a bag of potatoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, that, that's my first problem. I don't. Let me tell you something. Most people that are worth that kind of money look like a bag of potatoes. No, no, no. I'm saying though, it's not like he rolled in in a Maserati. Like I'm sure he rolled up in like a fucking Winnebago that burns vegetable <clears throat> oil, you know? I Maybe. hate to prejudge people, but the dreads just threw me off. Oh, he had, I didn't watch this one. So that's good. Long, long dreads. Yeah. White dreads. And that, to each their own. It just, it's a block for me. I can get past it. But uh, what I'm trying to say is, did you guys not think Joe was coming off ugly? Yeah. Like, you know how much money that's worth? Like, well, that was the weirdest thing to me is I was like, Joe, this guy could give you three children to come on for the week and you're still going to make that money. People still listen. Like It seemed, it just, it seemed like oh, it was gross. Had no, it, was it, was gro gross. it was gross. It this was is what gross. I'm saying. It, it, was, it, was, it was the lowest I've ever seen Joe in my I life. Mean, in all fairness, he's just a human, and you know what I mean? Like, they, I don't think he thought too much about it, obviously. I get it, but you can just say no. But what assholes yeah, yeah. is Moxie Marlon Spike going to put on the show? That was what I was thinking. Like, you have this guy on. And the next guest on. Well, I think, well, yeah, he, that, I yeah. think he was pretty much saying, listen, you're not going to ruin my show with your liberal uh, <laughs> ideologies. You, you know, next guest no on. money is worth that to it, me. It just, it, it was, it really left a bad taste in my mouth. Just the rock, paper, scissors, and then Joe's like overly defensive. Like the like lady doth protest too much. Insinuating that he never has like a stinker. Part of me like too, he has though. a perfect track record. <clears throat> of like, no, there are plenty of fucking. Part of me too thinks maybe it was a, a mind fuck. Like a social experiment by Moxie, just like you prove that you prove your point that if you prove if you come out braggadocious enough, like I never lose, and then you make something put something big up or that they feel is big that they'll never take the bet. Well, I wish Joe was uh, more aware of Moxie's net worth, or it, well, I wish we were more aware of Moxie's net worth. Well, I just meant in that interaction to go, okay, uh, I want a yacht. I mean, I mean, well, why not just to prove the point? because it's such a fucking weird statement to make. 
just put some money up on the line. You're both super rich. Why did it have to be um, but let, I think the that's thing a, that Joe holds the most dear to his heart? You know? No, but if you're if you're Joe, then why don't you do the smart thing, which I think is what Kamar's saying. If he says a week's worth of programming, then just look at him and be like, okay, and if I win, I get a super yacht. If that's two hundred million dollars, Joe wants. No, but you know what I mean. Or no, I no, would no, have no, been I like, agree, I want your seat at the board of Signal. Just say something equally ridiculous. Oh, your yes. wife, your wife for a night. Well, <laughs> well his wife's weird. probably a robot, but I just it it just was ugly. Like, do you know how much that's worth? Like, how much is that worth, Joe? Like, I think he just got caught off guard because this guy was like, yeah, it was just a weird way to start. He, he got it. He got exposed. keep in mind though. It also showed you that there's no way fucking Spotify is pulling any strings because he got so defensive of giving up any inch of his show. It was just, it was the lowest point I've ever had listening to the show. Wow. Either way. I cannot say the same, but I well, respect just your How he got defensive and it, just, it was just awkward. And um, then the only other part for me was the story about how he almost died. The only other part. This is a really good podcast. That's very odd. You agree? I found... Uh, we didn't talk enough about the uh, his history at Twitter, WhatsApp. It was just basically the Justin Bieber thing or whatever, and he, I think, skirted around the questions. Personally, that's what I thought. I thought it was interesting when he was saying, like, when Bieber would send the tweet through. Yeah, the lights would, like, would, like dim and, yeah. Rock the whole place. You know, you depend on this. When they're in a um, basement. It's fucking crazy, man. Well, it's not depend on it. Not it's like when he tweets out, there's so many fucking, it's like yeah. the whole thing could come undone. And Joe's, I could see him working out, like, the argument in his head as he was going. Whoa, sorry. Excuse me. Um, where he's like, uh, you know, I get it. I get why they would stop him from trending every day, even though the truth is that no matter what, he's always the number one topic. But I mean, is that really what you want to be? Like, you're not going to get a lot of credibility as Twitter if your number one story every day is, you know, what color Justin Bieber's toothbrush. I wonder if that was the start of their manipulation. (laughs) Well, this is what I mean right there, because that's before an algorithm. That's before. That's just common sense business. Like this isn't what we, we, can't we don't want to be Bieber's app. TMZ. Well, it's not necessarily before an algorithm. They had algorithms. That's how you get a top trending thing. Yeah, but there's no algorithm that was going to stop Justin Bieber from trending. That's a decision it. that was made by human beings. You could also argue the same thing for YouTube and not putting Joe on trending. Well, all I could think is TMP, and that the road of to hell is paved with good intentions by this guy well i'm sure when they started twitter it they just wanted you to be able to post your breakfast like it's the same thing over and over again with all these uh, i mean maybe this will be this the exception do you guys really think that do you think that uh social media platforms went in with like a virtuous heart or was it a business where they were trying to make money right from day one i mean they didn't right from day one but that doesn't mean that that wasn't the intention do i think they started out um to end up in the social dilemma no like i heard somebody talking about zucks the other day and saying like if you think that guy went in i don't know yeah on did, our uh, the this is not age ball the yeah, let me, so we all heard it the other day then i hate when i do that it's okay but point is um the, the statement was, if you think that Zucks went into this with a pure heart, you're fucking crazy. It's to make money, though. 
not to manipulate people and own their eyeballs and attention. It's for pussy. Yes, it is. That is the fucking listen. The guys that create these things probably never get laid in high school. Rarely get laid. Period. Until they're like almost thirty. They're just trying to create something that will make them enough money so they can go out and get the best pussy money can yeah, buy. I don't believe that. I believe that. How do you not believe that? That's what every man does. Yeah, anything that's for. I just don't buy it, Simon. Like, so you're you starting don't a business buy that they were going in to try and make money. Like yeah, the, money to get pussy. That's what no, I'm saying. But I don't. I don't. Like, I think they were trying to make money. I think it was a business all along. There was no. If you want to call that pussy, whatever. But even then, I'm, you're starting a business. Should I look down on you because you're starting it to make money? No, I'm. But that's what I'm, I'm saying. Doing is, it to make money. Yeah. So that's what they were doing. That's yeah. Why good a for them. That's what I'm saying. But do, they're trying to sell us a bill. Like they were trying to be these virtuous guys who are trying to like give the world a platform yeah, to I, communicate. I, I think everyone like, does that. When the, when you're young and altruistic, I think that's what you do. That's what you think you're doing. Okay. And and you cannot foresee the unintended consequences down the road, as we've seen banning, uh, hate crimes, whatever is going on. There's no way they predicted that. No, I don't. There's no way Mark Zucks thought he'd have someone post uh, themselves going to a mosque and shooting a bunch of people. No, and nor did he have that power when he started. Right, like I'm with you there. I just, I don't think any of these guys, like I don't think... The Twitter guy is any different. I don't think that, I just think they were, I mean, maybe, who are the, the Reddit, not the Reddit, um, maybe Reddit, maybe they started <laughs> off with like, I don't know. Man. But, it, and then that leads me back to what I said. So this is the first guy who is going in with that intention. To I not make it, money, Simon, and to I, provide something that's secure. Sorry, I'm, I'm just curious. You think that liberals and the people on the left are these like bleeding heart people? Yet you somehow think that in that bleeding heartness, they're going to create a company to become a massive, like evil conglomerate. I find that very the juggle there is very odd. Sorry, repeat that. You think that all these social media companies are filled with, created by, and surrounded with bleeding heart liberals? Correct. I mean, no, not necessarily. I think they're liberals for sure. Okay, but you've been saying this for months now that you think it's filled with, and that all they all they do is block people on the right and that they lean left heavily. So what I'm saying to you is it's not a very... Okay, go ahead. Matt, finish. Well, it seems very odd that that these bleeding heart liberals would try to create what you're talking about, some evil corporation to dominate all. I don't think... Okay, I think they started off as a money-making endeavor. Mm -hmm. that's it that's what i think they started as and when they got power they started using that power for whatever their some of them used it to further fucking political agendas some of it used it to make more whatever i just i don't think any of these people like the social uh what's the the movie there uh the social dilemma no no, no the no. social network the hollywood one there the social network yeah like I mean, I guess that made him look kind of shitty in the end, but... No, it, throughout, it made him look shitty. There was never a time during that movie where yeah, I was like, I Mark think, Zuckerberg's a super he, cool guy. Uh, he blessed that yeah. movie. <clears throat> yeah, I guess. It didn't make Facebook look bad, though. It made him look bad, right? Oh, it made... I don't know. I it mean, made him look like he fucked over his partner. Which he did. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. It, it's just interesting. I was, I was thinking as you guys were talking about this, because the first guy is, um, is Sean Parker is in that, right? Like Napster uh -huh. was just to provide free music. 
And I didn't even know if it was like, and I'll make lots of money off this. Like the, these are young hackers. Like they're almost anarchists. That you know, I, I honestly believe their intention is not to take over the world or be what they end up becoming. Yeah, I don't think their intention was to take over the world either. And and here we are. And did you, so I'm just this guy, Moxie, Marlon Spike, is the exception to the rule because he's done so much bad with Twitter and WhatsApp, and that's what. And maybe his near death experience does. He decided to create signal and will and he kept I'm um, sorry why do you think so you think Twitter is just awful correct no no they're, we think they're all awful from the social dilemma whether their intentions are off or not is not for me to say but he kept alluding this is this will be a app this will not just be a messenger system there'll be an app he didn't get into how that will happen but well, he said more that we're working. He vaguely said we're somewhat working on, but I don't think he meant that Signal will become that. Well, I, I don't know. The whole, all I'm saying is we just went over all the social medias and whether they start out evil or ended up evil or even if it is evil, even if it is evil, I don't think that's the right word to use. But this is the one guy who is coming out of the gates with good intentions. Why he's doing this? A totally encrypted. Um, Messaging service. Messaging service that is not for profit. It was the first of its kind, right? Yeah. How does that survive? Like, I know he explained it, but so there are no ads. Mm -hmm. So everybody's just donating for it to stay alive. Is like that Wikipedia. Yeah. Period. Mm -hmm. Did you see that Wikipedia? Did you all get that message? I gave him five bucks. You did? Yeah. Well, there you go. It worked. I use it all the fucking time. It's true. What is $5? We have a Patreon where we ask people to donate $5. Wikipedia is, has all the information in the world ever, possibly at your fingertips. But is Wikipedia just people for free uh, providing the content? Sure, but where's the content housed? The you host. House, yeah, the host servers and shit. Yeah. Like we, Our podcast is not free. Even if we had all this equipment already, at the bare minimum... We have to pay the host mm -hmm. to keep all mm -hmm. the, you know what I mean? So, and then again, once you have more, you Servers, have to pay more. La, 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 la. That's it. They, like, don't, they don't have editors. I don't understand. Them. It's what? They've just been running at a loss all these years? No. Like who's, who's running at a loss? Wikipedia. Wikipedia. No, no, no. So I, I just, well, think why, about it. why all of a sudden? No, they do this once a year. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's okay. a pledge yes, drive. Yes, just yes. like college radio does it twice a year. Gotcha. Gotcha. I thought this was the first time ever because no, of COVID. You might have just not noticed it, Simon, because maybe you didn't use Wikipedia for a week. Yeah. You know, when they when yeah. they blasted yeah, out or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and this yeah. week you just happened to check yes, it. Yes, I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I gotcha. No, I, it seemed I thought it was uh I thought they were like hurting all of a sudden and they were like, no, We no, need no. your help now. Every year it happens. You know? drive oh, twice okay, a year. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, no, I didn't give them anything. And again, I was just some the way I look at it is What's five bucks? I throw five bucks away on so much frivolous shit that I look at something like if I use this on behalf of the podcast, I won't even right? notice. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's true. Think I about can think that. of better people that give my money to, I guess. Good. Rather give it to some startup podcast than Wikipedia. We couldn't have the movie game give without it to Wikipedia. Both. I could give it to both. Huh? We couldn't have the movie game without Wikipedia. There you go. On that alone, we owe them $5 for the year. Why? Use IMDb. I don't like to do that. So well, you have options. IMDb has ads, and we don't like to. No, you know exactly, I mean? like, exactly. Yeah, but uh, it's Kamar's not using Wikipedia because he's like, this is ad free. You know? Oh, I'm well aware. It's suspect. That's all I'm saying. What is suspect? This Mario Mo Moxie, Fruvius, whatever his name. Is. 
I, I don't I don't know. I find it so like. weird how a guy with white dreads who's like just seems like super cool, you're very, very suspicious of. But Donald Trump comes along and you're like, this is my guy. I'm suspicious because Donald Trump is what he said he was from the beginning. I'm it? I'm suspicious of the 14 days at sea with a bunch of kids, yep. and he wasn't really a camp counselor. And who was fucking driving the train? You know. Mm-hmm. 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 So you so you're back to everyone's a pedophile. <laughs> no, that was just a weird fucking moment. Man. It was weird. The, the, well, do you think you'd bring up your pedophilia on Joe Rogan? Like a, no, I well, don't. That seems, I don't that's what I'm like, saying. Weird flex, right? Unless you're like just you know you're so into it that you just forgot where you were for a second. You know? <laughs> you're like Joe. That reminds me of this one time at band camp, and then you're like, oh shit. That reminds me of this kitty fucking boat trip I took. Whoa, sorry. No, it was it was if I was those kids' parents at this point. Not that he's a pedophile, but I would just be like, we left our kids with a crazy hippie who obviously had no business. Hold on. I would say that I would be more shocked after the fucking near-death sailing story that I sent my kids out with him mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. that. Well, they weren't on that trip. <coughs> no, but that happened after. My point oh, is... That, I mean, that's a crazy story. It is. It's a highlight of the podcast. It's... Um, For the record, too, uh, I die. I'm a terrible swimmer. Zero cardio. I die. Yeah, every but time. maybe at that point, like he said... The adrenaline no, takes. You don't over leave the boat. You in, don't leave the boat. In clothes. You don't leave the boat. Absolutely, Kamar. Yeah. I am with you, but the boat was underwater, so that's a no. It, it doesn't go underwater. It's like they stay. I've I've capsized boats and stuff like. I've capsized boats too, but it takes a long time. Yeah, it takes a long time. A long time for them to submerges. sink. Like the, the the issue for him obviously was the temperature of the water. Because yeah, that doesn't matter if you can swim. Or Fifty where minutes. Are. That's what he had. Yeah, and. Uh, it was just, it, it absolutely was powerful. Um, his, him talking about it and going, well, this is how it ends, which is a weird way, because if you fall off a building, it's, you know, 30 seconds, not, not sorry, three seconds or whatever for you to contemplate Ten, that. we decided, was the guy that, the jumper from It doesn't, what I'm trying to say is sitting there for a half an hour, just going over and over your head, I'm dying, no one's going to know what happened. That is a real weird way to go. Like burning death is going to happen faster, Anyway, than that. Yeah, it's a weird one. It's a weird thing to have to come to um, terms with this inevitability that is. And you have to imagine because 50 the, minutes the cold, there's a point where you can still think, but you just can't feel anything. It's not yeah, and a you're good just thing. so pissed at that fucking dude. Like, <laughs> it's not his fault, but you're like, dickhead, turn around. Yeah. And then the, the, the comic relief of it all is when he gets rescued and the guy's like, oh, yeah, so first time sailing, first time sailing like, no, $600. Oh, I have my master. Idiot. Like, shouldn't he, I think you should have a flare gun or flare. Well, he went out in his, in your vest, in his, uh, civilian clothes. Is that the, type of like a hot shot, whatever. He wasn't in a wetsuit. He didn't have anything on him. His phone didn't work. No respect for the ocean. Oh, no, his phone fell in the water. Sorry. Even then, each boat is supposed to be equipped with, like, if you have your boater's license, you know you have to have flares on board. There has to be... And why don't you have a little blow-up dinghy in there? Like one I, of those ripcord, you know? And if you're by yourself sailing in those conditions, there's uh, life jackets that have a... GPS. But this a, was a, a long time ago. A signal ago. thing on. I guess so. I, I think those have been around for 20 years. Maybe not a GPS, but like a homing beacon that goes off. Maybe I'm wrong, but... It seemed like he went out unprepared and those parents. It's a weird thought to have, though, um, how many other people who have drowned at sea 
and that last everybody has that last you know all those stories unrecoverable obviously it's crazy too that like that you would i related to this even though i've never really i don't remember like a near-death experience but the thought of like oh fuck i had something to do tomorrow like even the most innocuous of things you know what i mean just like you you make up these things in your head that like oh i have to live tomorrow because like i had a dentist appointment you know what i mean like who the fuck cares but yeah i felt that i felt that i i did i did but all that was overshadowed like that really was this podcast for me that story and that realization overshadowed by joe's weirdness and the rock paper scissors well i think the phone was a really interesting i know they've had this conversation before but just the idea that's what i was saying there's a lot of interesting topics digging, that's a broken record digging into everybody like we all have the phone it's not like a leather thing it's not a vegetarian thing no no it's, we're all we are all part guilty of, slavery. of this yeah. one and we could all change it like it, we could you know the same way you well, no, they can't make phones without coltan and coltan um, only exists in the Congo. Can they not, Matt? Or I believe there's coltan in Greenland. Of efficient way for them to do it. You know? Well, ninety-eight percent of the world's the, coltan. The other two percent is in Greenland. Fucking Greenland. <laughs> I don't know that. I just know that you have no. a hard off of Greenland. Um, right now. No, but do you know what I'm saying? Like we, that's what they tell us. And I'm not being facetious here. Like legitimately, if there was like you know another option that was more expensive, but where if that option exists they it does cuz they were talking about those you know ethical phones or whatever they were called so it does exist but the the, the whole thing is a scam cuz it's not like they build a phone that's supposed to last you 10 years like great engineering you know what i mean they need you to like if we want to get a new phone every year if we never had 4g 3g would have been good enough every g's been like fine for me like the only reason we need more g's is because they give us more g's you say that, but if I guarantee you, if you pulled out an iPhone 4 and you hooked up to a 2G network, you would be fucking livid. It wouldn't take you five minutes to be like, what the fuck is happening right now? Because we've had it better. Yeah, just like right? TVs. Yeah, yeah but that's like, but that's like every single thing in life, Simon. I mean, you, you could technically still be driving a Pinto, but you don't. Well, yeah, okay. But if they said like, and maybe this is true... You have to use a typewriter because your computer is killing people. Then I don't know. Maybe we should all go back to typewriters. I don't know, man. We don't do that. No, we will never do that. Well, no, actually, that, that's not right. There, hold on. individuals have gone back and go to. Their but like, are computers the same way? Do you need Coltan to run a computer? Every tablet. I don't know about computers, but I'm pretty sure anything with like a, a fucking screen. Yeah. Needs some so we're never that. That's. Unless I mean, a meteor hold on. comes we're with never a going. new we're mineral. Never going back. The other problem, though, was he was saying is you don't even know that the alternative is intrinsically better. Like you could say, let's move back to typewriters, but then you find out that there's iron in typewriters that they can only that, that you know what I mean. There's a mine where someone has to go in and mine iron, and that the key, the, uh, the typewriter keys have to be bent by human hands. Sure, but you know what I mean. But it it, it results in death yeah, in no, one way or another I, I, anyway, I and. I mean, it was a weird conversation because he was like, listen, capitalism relies on slavery and human trafficking, and there's really no fucking way around it. I think it's more important if, if there's going to be a crackdown to make sure it's on shoes and phones. Because that's been going on. That's always a joke is like, I like these shoes because the little children's fingers does such good stitches or whatever. 
And you know people are being exploited today to make your shoes. We just accept that. But the phone is way more useful than a pair of shoes. Just just style. But I guess that goes back to that argument of would it be worse if the shoe factory wasn't in that town? Well, I just meant the shoes, there's no coal tan involved. Oh, to take the jobs away. Yeah, right. That yeah. may be like a problem. It's the same idea. It's their And if everyone's making fifty cents a week, you can't just pay one factory five dollars a week because they'll get robbed when no they but i mean side. that's the same argument as what matt is saying you just don't know right like you don't know which one is worse or which one is better because you have to try to see and well and he was just like you're never going to track every single thing down the line for every ingredient of everything you use it's impossible yeah it's crazy He's like you're just you don't you don't fucking know you trust that somewhere along the line there's good people and his point was that is that most of the ways down the line, you are encountering good people who are just trying to do good business. Just know that 90% of everything is plastic, so in the end. It'd just be easier to clamp down on shoes than phones, especially because of the cold time factor. But you never know. Yeah. You know, I mean, the cold tan thing, though, is how do you stabilize a country in Central Africa that's had the longest civil war ever and we know how that usually ends up with the united states but that's what i'm saying is the u.s would have to go in stabilize that country which is dense jungle might i add so it'd be almost impossible where they would spend so much cash and then they'd have to regulate the coltan industry to pay the congo back for 50 you know years of I, rape and pillage you know like going into iraq for oil you know where i bet there's a lot of coltan asteroids well that's what i said our mine mining operation. We should patent that. Well, patent <laughs> what? Words? Space mining, yeah. Which is already, people have been talking about it. Like, I'm telling you, they're probably like a couple of years away. You draw a picture of what it looks like, and then we can patent that. In any event, I, I know what you're saying is interesting. I swear to God, Joe reacting that way, was it just made me feel a way. Yeah, you still got to take the notes, though. And then the... <sighs> <laughs> he felt the way and he was just like, fuck this yeah. episode. No, and then the intention of the, well, okay, you're doing this for no profit or whatever, but we know, or I, th I assume that's how all these things start. Like, what did you do wrong that you want to do this? Or is it really just this? Like, is he actually this? an ethical guy yeah. or is this just what? Uh, trying to right a wrong he did. Something. By working for, like, because he was responsible for where Twitter is now or whatever. WhatsApp, Twitter. Like, he's Maybe a He has a ton guy. of friends that sell drugs. And they were like, you know what would be fucking sweet? And he was like, I'm on that. And I feel bad for him because he was talking about how uh, Vice wanted to do a documentary on him. He's like, well, I don't know what, what the point of that is because I just sit in the screen. You just see me coding. And yeah. Like, that, those guys make lots of money, but I don't think I'd ever want to do that. This guy sounds like he's had a pretty fucking adventurous life. It doesn't sound like he's been stuck in a. You also say it like basement. that, Kamar. It, you don't want to do it because it doesn't interest you. Yeah, like these guys like this stuff, so to them it's really interesting. You know what I mean? It's like, like the opposite of a athlete, like a human being who wants to run, jump, and be out in nature, to the person who wants to just sit there and do nothing. I gotta but say, I do so I, much. Like, two, no brain power. Two or three years ago, I tried to take like a kids course on the internet on how to code. And like, I, I have to say, it's like building a home in the sense that like, you're just typing in a bunch of random shit that makes absolutely no fucking sense. And then on the other screen, you're like, 
I created it's it doesn't make sense. But you could see how you could see if someone My point is I could see how it. if you got incredibly good at it, you could <laughs> feel great validation in being like in creating a lot of shit. Absolutely like just people who are good at math there. like doing math. Sure. I mean again, I think if you're really good at anything, I, I don't know, who knows. I'm not good at anything. Basically so. what he's saying is learn to code. Yeah. Well, that's what we've always been saying. As the end draws near. I don't know. It 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 just the the profit thing I didn't understand. Like we said, it's the Wikipedia thing, but we'll see. In five years, if Signal's still everything, are you guys gonna get it? I've had Signal for a year. Oh, well. There you go. <clears throat> You're forgetting nothing. Was it in advertising for like drug dealing though, you know what I mean? At the end of the day? And um nefarious activities? I legitimately had never heard of Signal before today or whatever day this was, so I really couldn't tell every you. so Nobody. every time I get that notification being like so and so has joined Signal, I always shoot them a text right away on Signal being like, Are you selling drugs now? Because it's just because my list of people on Signal is a specific who genre would, who of you, people. Who could use Signal? Criminals, terrorists. Well, I mean, realistically, if Edward Edward, if you're the type of person who really wants security, like again, when you send a text, you're like, no one's reading this, no one cares, this is useless. You might be someone of power or a powerful person who. Oh no, I, I see the use for it, but it. So, what do I got to do to get Signal? Just download it. That's it. I have it right I now. I download Signal and it becomes like an umbrella that shields me. No. So every time I send a text, I have to do something. No, with you just, signal. when you use you Signal with signal. someone else's Signal, that text is protected. Sorry. Everything else is not. Here. Sorry, what? Look. You just open up like any other app and send a message through it. Here, I will show you what Signal is exactly. But it has nothing to do with any of your other messaging services. Okay, see Signal. Okay. I open it up. Yep. Those are all my contacts. Yep. Send a message. You go in there, you send a message. That's it. But that other person has to be on signal too. It's not like I'm sending a text to Kamar, who's not on signal. Well, I don't know. Here, maybe I can send you. What's, what's your... Uh... It's shielding me. But Kamar is uh, still out there Shielding you the from open. the forces that be reading uh, your communications. I don't know. I guess is it, that's what people are afraid of, right? Well, that's what he's aware of. Because he's worked for all these companies. Well, again, he was saying, too, you can make phone calls that are encrypted from it, too. So, Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but so not, download Signal. But you have to go to Signal, yeah. go into Signal, and make a phone call. But you still have to go into your phone in the phone app to make it. You're doing the same amount of steps. Right. Nothing is lost or gained, is my point. And they don't have to. The person you're calling doesn't also have to be on Signal. I don't think so. Do you guys remember, I should have written it down, the, when he was talking about the FBI and that the Santa Ana shooting? Mm-hmm. Like they'd gotten in the phone, but they just wanted to see. They, they needed the last like two hours worth of data, and they had they had fucked up trying to. I assume too many what, passwords. Yeah, I, that's what I was going to say. I'd assume that instead of just contacting them and easily opening it up, they locked themselves out of the phone. And I agreed with him totally. And I said this from the beginning: is this is how the FBI works? They just use that one fucking. Don't worry about it. I feel like there was more to it than. Obviously, we knew. Well, this was more to it than we knew. Well, either way, the this. point is, is like, you, you should be against this more than anyone. It's like the FBI comes along and it's like, listen, 
They've obviously wanted to know how to get into those Apple phones forever. Oh, yeah. Because that's how they run their fucking shit. We know you put a trap door. Just tell us where it is. Yeah, come on. It's not a big deal. Yeah, and Apple's like, no, go fuck yourself because now you're going to have this trap door forever. Well, the craziest is like, uh, I think it's um, maybe the sister of Ghislaine Maxwell's company or something like that. There's some tie in there and they sell through Israel like some program that everybody uses all these governments uses and they use uses holy shit and they built a back door into it so now theoretically they have access to all these different countries defense programs yeah my point was just that's enough for me having an apple phone and hearing that story about apple and the fbi like he asked you about signal but you're not going to seek it out are you signal because do, do you have to tell someone to get it? You, you must be able to send it one time to something, right? What do you mean? If you write a signal, you have to know the other person has a signal? I believe so. Again, okay. I don't use we it that much. Like I said, I have, a, I have a fairly specific group of people on there. and uh, No, I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm just, each time you just said, oh, you got signal? I got signal. And then started using it. Well, no, because like, like he said, you get a pop-up that says right away, Someone in your contact list is now using Signal. And then you hear Why don't you say right hi there. to them? No, no, no. So, no. What I'm saying to you is like, I already have, you already have Signal, okay? Even I you understand. Have, you have no contacts in Signal. I download Signal. You have my number in your contacts on your Apple phone. It recognizes that and then shoots you a text. So, like, could be me. Is that me? No, it's me. Take it easy. In your. It'll say, in your contacts, you have these 12 people who are on Signal. Do yeah. you want to add them? Yeah. I assume And then every like time that. someone new joins, it says, someone has joined Signal. Send them a message to say hi. Oh, without that interaction? Well, that's better, because I wouldn't actually want to go on my way to tell someone, get this new message. And then service. Joe, too, again, was so stuck on, like, his specific... Like, Joe, you're the only person in the world with that problem. Well, it sends out a... Because remember, he was like, hey, my Signal sends out a text to everyone saying I'm on Signal. I didn't want that. I don't want people to know I'm on Signal. Oh, I see. I was like, yeah, Joe, most people in the world, though, are just happy to let everyone know. It's a good way for it to promote itself. Well, it's the way that you grow the community, because otherwise you have to go in and physically tag everybody. It's like a virus. a step too far. That's what I was saying. You already lost me. Joe, you're in the 1% of 1%. Mm -hmm. So that's, of course, everyone hits you up for business ideas. I'm not, when I jump on Signal, it's not like people hit me up like, hey, dude, got a business idea. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Anyway. I assume we're done then. Yeah. Fuck. Moxie Maitland. What's his name? Marlon Spike. Marlon Spike. Real name, fake name. I assume his parents were like some sort of hippies. Maybe it's his middle name that he brought up when he got older. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Moxie Marlon Spike Jordan. What was Michael B. Jordan's real name? Michael Barack. Michael Barack. Um, yeah. We'll see if in five years something turns out with Signal and it's making all this money or something. It can't make money. It's a not for, it's it's a not for profit. If and if things change, then we'll see. Otherwise, I guess you know the other one that has the credibility of being what it is is Mines. Remember the Mines guy was on. Yeah, and he just made that open platform social media, but it hasn't exploded. So that had ads though. That wasn't a. Um... No, I think it's the exact same thing. I don't think there's ads. I don't use Mines enough. It's just so foreign and like. I'm using the apps I use and hate them already. Why would I try to get a new one to hate? Mm. Regardless, those two points, I give this a three. 
Mars done. Go ahead. Um, I need my little calculator. Uh, I give this one a two. A two? A two, a two and a half. Yeah, your weak rating of a four yeah, is looking it's, fucking it's wackadoo. I'll have to give the last one a higher higher mark. I guess six or seven, an eight. <laughs> uh, I gave this one a four. I really like this one. It's a good listen. Obviously, I was the only one. It, it, it wasn't terrible. I just I wasn't like super pumped. I have unanswered questions. That's, but that's the thing is I wasn't pumped either when I saw it, and then I listened to it. And I was like, oh, this is actually pretty interesting. And I never saw his white dread, so I just I, I didn't have a mental picture. I think that might have been the my next guess. I have a mental picture of, even though I didn't. I see guess him I'm either. just bored of um, the social network. Social yeah, media. like like I get it. I, I obviously realize it's a problem. I did my best to remove myself from the situation, but like, it's like what got played out last year. Where we were just like, enough, you but know. This one didn't see. COVID. That's the weird thing is this one didn't seem like a social media podcast to me at all. But it was just a okay. big ad for a messaging service, really. I mean, I like the boat talk. I thought that was fun. Uh, but yeah, okay, sure. Super interesting. But the uh, rock, paper, scissors thing was weird. That was weird. Yeah, got a little awkward. Let's go, let's go, let's go. One time. One, two, three, shoot. Best of three. Oh. No, 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 no. One time. We're not one doing... time, one time. We're going to play seven. It's going to be a gaming podcast now. Wow. Yeah! <laughs> Simon's ruined for the rest Stupid of the day. Stupid rock never fails. <laughs> All right, Should've let's... Uh, Simpson logic. Let's move on. 1570. I figured he for sure would go with Simpson logic. And that'd be the rock and you'd cover it with and the I'd cover um, it with the old paper roo. No, I've never been I've never been defeated. That is such a lie. <laughs> uh, 1573. Matthew Ye Glacius. Now this was a weird podcast. Yep. Um Joe was weird in this podcast. Couldn't believe Joe had this guy on. Wait a second, Joe was weird because he held it together. Um, Didn't like go after him. Here's a weird thing to me: Vox thinks Sam Harris is like a problem. So how can Vox not think Joe Rogan is a huge problem? Well, I mean, he talked about it when he said about going on Ben Shapiro, or whatever. Like, this is I guess this guy's a does. little different. Yeah, I get it, he but puts still, his foot across the line. But it's it was it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. I it, never, it is a book of clickbait. I never really got the impression that this guy at all believed a word of what he was saying. I don't know. He's a, he's a, because a blogger. The, look, we're in the middle of a pandemic where you don't want to be like next to people. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think he wrote the book. No, I know, but it's like, it's just a book. It's just even more reason to prove that his stupid 1 billion people or 3 billion or whatever the number was is crazy. 1 billion people in 80 years in the United States, he thinks should be something they work towards. Well, he would want 1 billion people right today if he could have them. But he, well, Joe asked him what the timeline was. He said 80, 80 years. That's what he's expecting in his book. Guys, like a COVID factory. But you were staring at me. <laughs> um, the population in 1920 of America was 103 million. Bravo. Now, 100 years later, it's 331 million. I think 80 years, it'll be at six. He said if they grow million. at the rate that Canada is. I, I think inevitably without anything, it's going to be 600 million people. He said that after like 20 minutes earlier, being like, look at Canada, small, no one there, useless country, don't do shit. 
Perfect. Like, oh, cool. And his reasonings to have a billion people is to fight China. Uh, economically. Economically. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't think will... Like, it, it, and it's over 80 years. It's one thing if you say we're going to have a billion people here tomorrow. But through people fucking and it lacks immigration. No, but it like just it. didn't make any sense. Like Joe pushes back and he says, how are you going to feed these people? And he says, well, we don't have a food shortage problem in this country. Yeah, we know. Because look at the way that the every corn, uh, meat, it's all... It's not the way it should be. They need more space to do the things they should do ethically. But the, and probably healthfully. Health. Are is, your, is your argument that they don't have enough space right now to do things ethically farm-wise in the States? Because that's just not true. Well, why? They have, I mean, Simon, if you look, like, look at the States, it's, it's a vast country with so much fucking open land. So, do you know how many states are empty? Population and stuff-wise, I mean, he deducted a billion people still wouldn't be as dense as uh, Great Britain is, or France. That's what he said. Is France? France is much more densely populated than. There's enough space. That that is not the issue here, and I and I think it'll will eventually happen, barring extinction event, a worse pandemic. Like inevitably, there'll be that many people. I don't get it. So there's enough space, and yet they have the chickens piled on top of each other. Yeah, that's correct. We could be we could be doing it differently. That's the point. Absolutely. So it's just a it's just a monetary. What's well, yeah, your property? It. It's an asset. Yeah, I know, but I like I get it. Free range chickens are going to be more expensive. But just having maybe a facility where they're not like literally yeah, just mounted on yeah, top sick, of each other. That's, that's efficient for the industry. Yeah. Beca- okay. I mean, I'm not gonna. You're going to argue for this guy? It's ridiculous. Argue for the I'm just telling you why there's factory farming. Like, I get it. Like, it's just cheaper. Mm-hmm. I'm not for it or against it. Well. It is what it is. It, I mean, Simon, keep in mind, though, as, as wrong as you think this guy is, like, Japan has a problem right now where they, their whole population is aged. And they don't have, like, they didn't, they didn't do enough to get people like we always, I always, I'm always a big alarmist. Like there's too many people. There's too many people. And in reality, this guy's actually kind of right. We should be fucking each other more. The only problem is dumb people are the ones fucking and having six kids. Well, I think people are, you know, risk adverse to lack of a better term to make kids with the unsuited future or just the way it is. You know what I mean? That's the biggest thing I have to control. But what I said at the beginning, it's going to be at 700 million in 80 years. So, I mean, I don't think it's uh, provocative, this book. It's just clickbait. I, I th- think some people look at this book saying, like, be afraid that there's going to be a billion people. And then it turns out that he wants a billion people. I just thought the whole book was clickbait. You bought a $100 book from a guy named Jesus. It's forty five ninety five online. That money could have gone to Wikipedia. <laughs> there you go. But I feel like you guys would be like, we would want to avoid... A billion people. I mean, look. So it's not a it's not a factory farming issue. I just don't think having a billion people to keep up with China is the right attitude. I think if you're gonna have a billion people 
naturally, like you said, I'm with you. It's just for productivity and capitalism. I'm with you. In 80 years, the U.S. will double, most likely. So they're going to be close to a billion anyway. That'll happen naturally. I'm with you there. I I just don't think you should you should actively be seeking it out to keep up with China. I mean, I think I agree with them in the immigration sense. Like, I, I and Joe, I don't understand why so many Americans are anti-immigration. You're not Native American, motherfucker. Someone came over on a boat. And there are jobs that some of you don't want to do. Most of the jobs but, you don't want to do. But we so have, shut the we, fuck up. We have the same problem in this country, so it's not like we're... No, no, and I'm not, I'm not shitting on the states. There's so many Canadians that want to shut the borders, too. I, I wonder what it would be like if there was no immigration. If you could just go anywhere you wanted, whenever you wanted. The problem, the problem is obviously the uh, social programs and who they cover with that. You know what yes, I mean? of like, course. If you're a well, and especially doesn't work in our country because we have you know medicine, medicine for yeah. all. But our country, if you get over here, you get taken in that social program. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. So what happens then? There's like a coronavirus in the states. You get all these people from like wherever New Hampshire who just decide, you know what, we're heading up there. But keep I in mind too, there, like this know? is the thing we're forgetting though is like so let's say let's say three million people just come in out of nowhere that speak English, let's say. Let's say they're not even trained, but they at least speak the language. They're humans. or Well, they can speak English or French. Fine, sure, or French. The point is, is those people are going to, like, they're going to try to get jobs and pay rent and pay tax. You know what I mean? There's not going to... And if there's gonna, three million millionaires, that's fantastic. Well, that's great. Out. I'm just saying it's not necessarily... that We look at it like they're just going to come over and suckle off the teeth. That's not always the case. A lot of people come and no, immediately start the, working and the, start a business, that sort of thing. The argument from those people is like they're coming and taking a job that in hard times we may need the people who live here, right? Yeah, but I mean, that's a ridiculous argument. But too. more of those people will make for less hard times. I think you'd have okay. to make new cities or something, but uh, he sort of skirted around traffic. Uh, there's bigger but areas that don't have the problems, but it's just like. So what happens there? Like you have these places like, you know, Los Angeles and New York that are already so packed. When you get more people, do they all want to live in those popular places or does then you start spreading you have out? have to make it. <clears> well, the point is now build though. build more roads and you do, you know. Well, the point is now is with the internet, especially with this fucking pandemic, I think we're realizing that like business doesn't have to be done in a, in a major hub. And like we could immigrate people here and they could live in butt fuck nowhere. What they wouldn't have to live. First of all, I don't understand how an immigrant can show up and live in New York City. The rent is insane. Sometimes they show up and live in Minnesota and the weather is insane. Oh, that's fuck. Weather, I, like, I, yeah, I totally don't understand that either. That's nuts. I think New York makes sense because it's got the most opportunity. Well, and I think a ton of people live in like New Jersey, you know, outside. Uh, listen, dude, I also knew people work. that lived like nine people in a one bedroom apartment. Like, you know, when you talk to, like, a cabbie in New York. Yeah, for sure. They live in Connecticut. They, they live always fucking, live I get it. somewhere yeah. else, and they, like, wait until all the traffic dies down every night at, like, whatever, 7, and they know it's going to take them 35 minutes, or I'm making up a number here. Yeah, yeah I know. you are. <laughs> uh, two hours, yeah. so they know they're going to get home to tuck their kids in, and then they fucking get back up the next day, and they go and they do it all over again. Um, sometimes you listen to podcasts at normal speed or sped up speed, and it's better. This was worse. I don't know if you noticed his voice. Oh, his breathing. His, and his voice was very whimsical. Mm -hmm. And I spat out my lunch when he said he was married to him. 
And I'm sorry, that's just that's just my prejudice. That's just mean. No. What did you initially think? I didn't think. I he didn't was think gay. anything to be honest. Yeah, I didn't think no, he was gay. There was nothing about him that was like not flamboyant, happy, and like. Giddy. Do you hear my voice? And you're like, I can't believe that guy has a wife. No, yeah. I hear your voice Fuck and go, yeah. that guy slings D all the time. <laughs> to the opposite uh, sex. No, but you know what I mean. Like I, I didn't like his voice very much either. Shocked, but I have he was to married. Stop myself, and I'm like, hey, Simon. I was absolutely Mocha. shocked. Take he was, a step he was back. <laughs> and I guess what? that just makes me a hateful person. Yeah, man. He's, he's fucking killing it in life, and you're not. Do you like the sound of your own voice when you listen to this podcast? It. He has a great voice. Uh, yeah, but I, like, I hate my voice. Well, you have a good voice, too. I hate um, the things my voice says. But oh, I, like, <laughs> I like the voice. Kamar, we like all voice. hate the things I, your voice I, says. I, I like the voice a lot, but no, it, um, it's not coordinated. It's the content. It's not the thoughts. volume or the pitch. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that's good, Kay. I like that. I swear to God, I just thought it was clickbait. It's well, that's fair. Listen, selling you're a book. To that. No, like, it was a hundred percent. There's clickbait. no. There's no point. It, it, it's the internet getting a book form and being sold on Joe Rogan. I feel like he pushed back on him again, and it made Joe seem like a prick because he had to push back because this guy was like, it's like you said, it's right there in your face. You can't just. Oh yeah, another billion people. Let's do it. But this guy was this guy was more like, well, you'll have to get a dirt guy for that or whatever. Like, and then Joy said, "Joy, Joy said." Then Joe said, "We have a fucking topsoil problem. You know how many uh, cultivations we have left? Fifty or fifty-two or whatever it is. Like the way that, we're going right that now. That doesn't fit for your um, one billion people. So if you're gonna do that." You have to take into account that we only have this many left. And what are you going to do to make sure in your whole equation here? Otherwise, it's just a science fiction book. You know, This was a fun, lighthearted book about a billion people. China's, China has the same amount of topsoil and they have a billion people. So may, just, maybe they have a solution, though, is all I'm saying. I have no problem. Look, if they want to have a billion people, fine. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to live there. You know what I mean? But... If you're going to, Joe was right to say, look, this is one of the issues that you have to bring sure. up. And he didn't have an answer for it. I don't even think he had ever heard of topsoil before, frankly. Yeah, but I have an answer. Like my answer right there is like China has the same topsoil problem. They yeah, already I, have a billion people. I'd so love to know what their solution to it was. Well, they don't have one. That's the point is like oh, well, throwing the same, then. throwing <laughs> the same amount. Of, no, but throwing double the amount of people doesn't change how many harvests you have left. Uh, no, that's true. It doesn't. Unless That's all I'm saying. Maybe they're using human excrement to remake the soil or whatever. Like, But 50 harvests with this many people is 25 with twice as many, right? Like, you No, know. it's not because that's what I'm saying is like it's the same amount. You're, you, you need to grow more vegetables for these people to be around, so you're going to need more topsoil. Yeah, but you're, you're not growing in the same place, Simon. It's not like I'm, I'm throwing double the corn in the same land. If I have double the people, I have to till different topsoil, new different land that isn't being grown on, right? Like that's what you that's the point you're missing is I'm not I'm not if I double the amount of people in the states, it's not so they don't have enough topsoil because they just haven't dug it up somewhere else? I don't understand. Well, I believe it's the nutrients that are in the ground. We'll be lost after 50 whatever harvest it is. Neither none of us know clearly. Yeah, I, I because that doesn't make any sense. Why? You'd end up with like a dust bowl well, if, if you, you till have, the land enough. No, I know. But if you have all this, look, if 
Idaho. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking of some state Potatoes, that doesn't have a yeah. lot of people in it. That's a good one. Um, they must have a lot of of land, farm land yeah. that could yeah. be could be made into fields. But I think most of it is farm. That's the problem. Are they saying that we only have 50 left on the fields that are now being used, but we could just make more fields? I don't know. We no, got to check I this don't out. Think so. Well, we'll have to get a dirt guy, like this guy said. <laughs> yeah. We have to get a what dirt a guy. Bunch of what are we doing here? We are. And Anyways, with anything else, he'd defer to. I'm bullish on technology fixing it, much like I always do with the the wheel problems. It was just a clickbait book he was selling. It was in just. I thought there was going to be a a blow up or whatever, but uh, stay on the rails. There almost was with with Bill Gates. What was the Bill Gates thing? Well, Joe defended Bill Gates. You, you just turned that part off or didn't decide no, to hear no, any of that? I mean, listen, I'll, I, I'll mocha Bill Gates. Like, well, yeah, I'm, the more it goes on, the less I have. Like, I guess he could do this. I, I, I do not see what he gains. Look, TMP, right? For sure. There's such a thing as too much philanthropy. There's also such a thing as... Hold on, you have only you decided there's too much philanthropy. No, nah, no, no. I mean, I coined it, but that's... Yeah, a, so that's, that's what I used it for Moxie. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, maybe, yeah. Maybe you're right. There's an abuse of his No, term. maybe you're right. Maybe you're, you're not right. using Anyways. it the right way. Anyways, um, what was I saying? Too much philanthropy. Oh, Why Bi- hate Bill Gates or Bill, defend him? Bill Gates, right. Like, look, it, it's weird that um, he's in trouble with all these countries and nobody talks about that part of it. He could be just an altruistic guy who, or maybe he just saw a really good business investment. I don't know. Can I also ask you, are you certain he's in trouble with all these countries? Or did you just read it or hear it on a podcast? I mean, I'm not certain of anything ever, Matt. I, I, I mean... No, no, I'm not asking you to, Simon, I'm not even calling you out. I'm just saying is like, the things that we hear, like, that's a good example is like, I'm just saying is I've, I've only heard you say them. So I also am now like, oh, he's, uh, you know, he's done all these things and other, but then I think about it. I'm like, well, I don't know that for sure. Yeah, and then it just I'll made me think like, well, wait, does Simon know this for sure? Or is I it know for sure that his dad yeah. was into like weird eugenics, eugenics stuff. Yeah. Um, but how do we know that as well? I'm just, I'm just asking like the question. That's like, a okay, fact. fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, as, as much as like, how do we know that fucking JFK was assassinated. I don't know. Well, we watched it. That's a little different. (laughs) Pick something else that you believe that, like, you know, you haven't seen with you. There are things. Okay, that's what, listen. It's crazy. Bigfoot. No, not Bigfoot. Don't pick anything. (laughs) Anyways. His father was into eugenics. But I was thinking, like, the son that wants to be different from the father. He into the whole um, uh, Planned Parenthood. And we know that that was, like, we don't know. Anyways, listen, <laughs> I don't. I don't think it had the purest of intentions. I think it was there to like, you know. Well, Planned Parenthood make does sure abortions. That black people weren't having babies. If you want to get right to it, but you know, whatever. it's like I thought Donald Trump was the great white hope, and I was just a scumbag. And I thought Bill Gates was an evil guy, maybe just a dork. Maybe that. That's what. That's it. I mean, maybe it but, shouldn't be called Mocha. It should be called maybe. Well, Mocha pretty much is made. I know. So anyone could have written this book. Anyone could have written this book. Yeah. Yeah. And that's basically where I was at. Like, I actually ghost wrote this book, Kamara. That's why I'm bummed you're shitting all over it. But like oh, you, hey, you, you can do better. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. it's, to, it's to defeat China. And I don't know. I don't know. I like, I think ever since that 
NBA thing they were talking about. I'm going to like sort of fuck the NBA. But I guess that's just LeBron James and you can't say. No, it wasn't LeBron. It wasn't just LeBron James. They were all just the Houston. Ro- well, no. So there was one guy from the Houston Rockets that was like, fuck China. The fuck are we doing? Well, no, here? And then he immediately, they were like, take that shit it down. It was the Don't. GM. Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. I know. I understand well, that. But I, and then LeBron came down and was like, I don't know why anyone's talking about China. We should just be minding our own business. Not, not and then two point. minutes later, it's like, Black Lives Matter, motherfuckers. It's like, dude. Yeah, exactly. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Well, well and I look at that as the whole NBA. If they're all in chorus saying, yeah, China's good. We, we like to play that. Well, what that's is my... China sport? What do you mean? What is like their national sport? Well, that's what they're saying. Joe was saying, so if uh, Chinese loved watching our sports and we Table had tennis. a billion people. When they're changing movies, though, Hollywood movies, that's when you know. Like, that's the sign of the times. Yeah, but see, uh, were they talking about Doctor Strange in this yeah. one? Is that, yes and is no. That thirsty? Just the thing is, it's Hollywood cares about money. Yeah. And so, so the biggest EA player cares about money. That's what I'm saying is these guys, all they care about is the bottom line. So, yeah. if the biggest player in the game comes and says, hey, listen, we've got a problem with that. I mean, it's gross. And I agree. There's a problem when a foreign entity yeah, is the biggest player in your game because it might not just be movies at that point. That just is a microcosm for. It's a power structure, right? And he thinks that. Uh, oh, no, you disagree? I'm not saying I disagree. What I'm, I agree. I agree. It's a power move for sure. But what I'm saying is, like, y- the U.S. had been that guy forever. They were the biggest player in the game. And do you, do you think that they? Do you think they didn't try to like silence certain people for making or change certain narratives and yeah, movies and I, I stuff? Yes, I mean, would I rather have uh, my own people screwing me or another country? I guess it's the same thing, right? But you know, but that's what I'm saying is it's kind of a weird like it's a we just don't trust them or like them, so we don't want them to have control over. But I mean, well, if all the money was here, then all the things would be made here. I mean, that would you know. A lot of problems would be solved. They wouldn't have to worry about China's economy supporting them if they had a billion people. They, they don't even come into the conversation any more than France or Russia or whoever else. You know what I mean? I mean, As a China could be at $3 billion by but then. But the fact that we're... At we're, the end of the day, Hollywood are pussies because if they did just put the movie out with the Tibetan guy, China would play the fucking movie. Believe me. Mm-hmm. Do you think China's just going to be like, there was no Avengers 3? Well, it probably goes a lot. They're deep. the biggest bootleggers in the world. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, probably right. It's true. Nobody has the balls to see it play out. They are the superpower. You it's know, like what the I mean? dictator. Like, there. Simon, did you see that? There's going to be an HBO documentary on the dictator that's coming out like next week or something. What is the dictator? That movie, the James Franco. Seth Rogen movie? That's the interview. The dictator is. Oh, sorry, uh, is Sasha Baron Cohen? Yes, the interview. Sorry, that's, so, sorry. that's been out. Start again. There's a movie. There's a documentary on HBO yeah. coming out about the interview. Oh. About the making of the interview. No, about like its release and how Obama was involved and the Sony hack and like this and that. Well, yeah, and how hard it was to make, I bet. Because wasn't it like a huge pain in the ass for them to film there and film you know? where? I don't know. Were they not in fucking North Korea, Korea at some no. point? Not North, not Korea. North Korea. I would have thought like South Korea or something. But why bother? I guess you're right. Is this going to be the, the movie game? Well, and then they talked about uh, Quentin Tarantino. And I was going to do Reservoir Dogs, but maybe the interview is better. No, Reservoir Dogs is better. The interview will be impossible because we don't have a release. And it got fucked up yeah. release and it got banned in places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But can't, did, can't do that one. Did you but guys wait. see it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Terrible movie. Not, not terrible. It had, it had moments. When they're playing Those two guys Winds Winds together Winds are Winds fun. Winds of Change. I don't remember that. Fine, it's but the Simon. the song of the movie. I don't remember. Simon. 
You didn't know when to change. <laughs> I didn't know when to change back. I, I did, but it meant nothing to me at the time. So I have no recollection. All Sorry. I'm saying is like, as far as those guys in a movie together, still fucking. It, yes. Yeah, you could say I like just, it had moments. I Fine. It was all right. It they, was all right. Those two guys have chemistry. It was too. all right. Did you watch any of Big Mouth? I hated it. Because of the trans stuff, obviously. No. I knew you were going to come out here and say yo, you hated yeah. it. Yeah. Whoa. whoa. Hey. Whoa. That's not why. <laughs> I just, it seemed really like trying to gross you out even more than before. I only watched one episode. I laughed my ass off. With the... Um, so you didn't find it funny? No, it was funny. You but can't help I, but think John Mulaney is funny. His it, voice. No. Like, he's, he's the best. It just wasn't my favorite season. How about that? Oh, you, you binged the whole season? Yeah. Well, that, So I liked that. You can compare. Obviously. Yeah, it's good well, enough. I don't know. I mean, you finished How, how about this? You finished it. I finished it. it well, you didn't Queen's Gambit it. that shit. I didn't Queen Gambit it. It's the movie game where Simon and Matt go head to head. I know what year a movie came out, the budget, and the box office. And I picked Reservoir Dogs because I mentioned it. What a great movie, right? The combination of soundtrack uh, dialogue and uh, so graphic action. I saw Reservoir Dog, Pulp Fiction, Double Bill at the Mayfair. Wow. I had never heard of either of the movies What before. a great fucking, that's wonderful. Talk about having your that's mind wonderful. blown in one That evening, is wonderful. Right? Reservoir Dogs was the first movie? Yeah. yeah, yeah that Dude, that's great happen. too because you go out and smoke a joint and you're like, Fuck, that movie was fucking incredible. After, after Reservoir after, Dogs. Yeah, and you're like, oh my God, I'm, this is just blown away. I have ne- I had never seen a movie like that before. And then you go back in. <laughs> and had your yeah, mind blown. Dude, just, dude it is the most fucked up double bill ever. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But you have to be a virgin. And I had never even heard have of you Quentin done that? Tarantino. Like, have you done it that? It was with, fucked, Have man. you done that with your son? We have, we Can wa- we do that? We've watched all the Tarantino movies. Like, did you do it that way? No. He watched certain ones. Because so, we his we, favorite is Django. We rented the Mayfair for Jared's birthday. Yeah. We should rent it out for a double bill for like a Quentin Tarantino double bill. That's interesting. I know it's not as good as for seeing it for the first yeah, time, but yeah, like yeah, in yeah. COVID times, they just block off shit. It's fine. Well, what an amazing. What body did work. they do? We love the Tarantino. Way. How did that work? There's like two seats here, then a long strip of tape for like five seats, then two seats, long strip of tape. But like it's a huge movie theater. You know what I mean? And they need whatever. the money. Let's yeah. hope. Uh, let's hope Tarantino gets on here. I have a year written down. Oh, shit. I absolutely do not want Quentin Tarantino on Starving Ky- Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth, Chris Penn, Steve Buscemi, Lawrence Turney, and Michael Madsen. Wow, how people have ended up after this, eh? Chris Penn. All right. Take those fucking cars, get them out of there. It looks like Frank's hot car lot out there. <laughs> That's one of my fucking favorite lines in the movie. Oh, my God. I tried to watch, um, when I was a kid, one of my favorite movies was Best of the Best. What movie's that? It's a martial arts movie with Chris Penn, Eric Roberts. Um, I wonder if anybody. Oh, the coach is um, Darth Vader. Uh, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones. Well, the one that the English guy, the tall Englishman that died last week. I think somebody else is in it too. Anyways, Darth Vader. It's so bad. It was like unwatchable. But you loved it as a kid. Loved it. it yeah, your like ideas change. Fave, your yeah. ideas change. Okay, so sorry. A uh, year. Uh, I don't even. I already know, have a year down. I don't even know. It have to be uh, distributed by Miramax Films. There was a time when anything from Miramax was. You know when they, they show the production company? Go, oh, this would be a good movie. Well, it was Harvey. Okay. Uh, Unfortunately. Yeah. 
go first thought or do I go second? Okay, go. All right, I had 91. I have 94. 92. Okay. Mm. And that, uh, so it came out in 92 at Sundance in January. Then uh, October 9th, 92, released to all theaters. Cunt. Wait, January of 92? One of my favorite movies. Uh, That's 93, sort of. Oh, sorry. Sort of. Uh, one of my favorite movies of all time. I got Madonna's big dick here in my left ear. The most quotable movie. R.I.P. Chris Penn. Uh, congratulations to everyone who went off. I think Steve Buscemi or Tim Roth, the most successful. Or Harvey Keitel. The most successful actor in well, this Well, who's film? a bigger actor? Who's since? like Harvey Keitel. Oh, since that movie. I did not know anyone except maybe Chris Penn. When I watched this movie as an actor, I'd never seen My favorite, seen though, is before. Michael Madsen. Well, he hasn't got done well for no, himself. No, of course not. He looks bloated as fuck, but he is one of my favorite, like, Quentin Tarantino movie actors that character of all time. Or Just many all, roles, any, yeah. anything. Sorry, I, um, give me a sec here. I think it's between Tim Roth and uh, Steve Buscemi. Because Steve Buscemi's in every Sandler movie. Like, he's Fargo. I don't know. Well, no, Keitel is so such a classic Tarantino character. He's the best actor. He might be. I think he's the well, best actor. Uh, Mr. Wolf. What's who's yeah. when he's the cleaner. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. such yeah. a great fucking role, man. Oh, you're sending the wolf. It's two Why seconds, you say so? but whatever. I'm not, it's, I'm not <clears> saying <throat> who's the best actor out of all those people. Cause that's even a harder one. Mm-hmm. I just, the most successful, like who made the biggest, I can tell you who the worst is. Quentin Tarantino. Thank you. Of course. Yeah. With And I like him in his roles, but he's definitely hold on, the worst actor. Why the fuck would he give himself an Australian accent in Django? Yeah, that's the weirdest. Don't. don't. That's the weirdest. Uh, you guys are petty. Okay. Oh, Anyways, can we go? Yeah, I'm ready. What do you got? I just threw numbers out here. I said it cost $12 million to make, and it made 29 And I said 10 and 31 Wow, you guys really high-balled him. It cost $3 million to make. Holy fuck, what a magician. How the fuck? Th- what a magician. First of all, how do you get that cast? Even all at the that script. time, for f- they must have been paid in peanuts. They were nobody actors. Literal you're forgetting, peanuts. You're forgetting, too, though. Like even, this is what I'm talking okay, about. You're forgetting, too, even Pulp Fiction. He had to go to John Travolta and be like, I'll give you points because I just can't pay you whatever you want. They, 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 okay, how much Penn did it make? $2.8 million. It didn't even it recoup its cash. It lost money. Well, no, um, we know that it made it back in the DVDs and posters somewhere sales down the road, shit. but it just goes to show you. 2.8. Are, a, it's are a, we doing the double bill? It's the most fucked up. A double bill, two, double no, movie no, game? No, 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 but we're playing the real movie game, and we're going to start off with Steve Buscemi. Airheads. Airheads? What's that fucking guy? Brendan Fraser. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Encino Man, Pauly Shore. I don't know why I gave you my elbow. We're in the same fucking. It's room. fine. Don't worry about it. I know why. Encino Man. He said. Oh no! Pa- I said. I said Pauly Shore. He said Encino Man. I said Pauly Shore. Uh, Biodome. Stephen Baldwin. Oh my god! Oh, that's easy. Oh, the Usual Suspects. And now that opens up Benicio del Toro. Um. Fear in Las Vegas. Johnny Depp. Pirates of the Caribbean. Kira Knightley. Bend it like Beckham. Oh, fuck. 
Um, that was unfair. I really, yeah. that was really unfair. I was like, Total this is going dick so move. good, yeah. Ralph. It's such a good time. I just can't think of another Kira Knightley movie. I hate that bitch. Hold on a second. Ouch. There's nobody else in this movie. Oh, no, wait. Who's the main guy? Shit. Um, just say Hugh Grant. No one will call you on it. <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, he is from. So sorry. You said what? Bend it like Beckham. So I have to say an actor from that movie. Yeah, Correct, shit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's not good. I'm never going to remember his name. I could tell you another movie he was Isn't in. Isn't he the guy from uh, Who Framed Robert, Roger Rabbit? Oh, isn't it Clive Owen? Is that is that who it is? No, I thought oh. it was the guy from oh, he um, passed away. that tennis movie with Scarlett Johansson. Oh. Didn't Eric he play Banna? Captain no. Marvel or something? No. Anyways, game Captain over. Infinity, game, game over. over. Sorry, yeah, Simon Lost. That and that's the movie game. Games. Back to Iglesias. No, I think we're done with him, aren't we? Did you have more? Uh, I, I, I uh, it was just, I hate it when people are selling a book. But uh, what I'll give this guy credit for is he basically told you what was in the book. There's never a point where he said, well, you have to read the book to figure that out. Well, he didn't have to tell you anything. The name of the, the book is there. Episode? It's everything's in the title. There should be a million, pe a billion people here. Boom! Give me fifty bucks. And I think there will be near a billion people, regardless of this guy's book. And I don't think he thought that Joe was going to be as um, welcoming. No, confrontational. I guess so. Oh. Good. Oh, for I disagree. Him He's from Vox. I think he so thought he Joe was going to come in firing like Allah Adam ruins everything. Oh, well, yeah. My jaw dropped when I saw that he was a Vox reporter. Well, I, I couldn't. I couldn't, I couldn't even understand it. what was going on here. So sorry. Why? What is Vox left? Like, what, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Yeah. You see, Joe's not, he doesn't not like the left. He, he is no, the left. It's, you're missing my point. He's the middle more Simon, than anything. Simon, I don't think that Joe wouldn't have someone from Vox on. I would think that Vox would absolutely never go anywhere near Joe Rogan's podcast. It was just an odd marriage. Right. Gotcha, because everybody would say, why are you going on there? I, I bet he'll be fired next week. That's interesting. That'll be an interesting development. Mm -hmm. gotcha. If you really just cross a line, I'd give this And more. then he'll Tim Pool it and be fucking, <laughs> if he'll be super right wing. Case. But I thought um, Joe let him off easy because he's just suggesting a billion people and why. Like, it's well, not. I mean, he's not. He was really, a harmless guy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, all Joe wanted the guy to do was get in shape. There's nothing he's to not debate. out there like preaching something that. Is that hair in his beard People driving are gonna you crazy go too? out and do, and it's going to hurt them. Like, it's me? Oh, you got it. Thank you. It's been one hour of me staring at that beautiful woman's It's almost hair. like it's just Captain Obvious, this book. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I just thought, you know, I, I didn't love this podcast. I just thought it was going to, I was like, oh my God, a Vox reporter? This could get fucking ugly. I would ugly. never really read didn't. this guy's book. I would have never known who he was. Sometimes you get somebody and it's great and you're like, shit, I found somebody new. And sometimes you get this podcast. If I had YouTube comments, I would think I'd find a lot of people who thought like I thought. But they've taken that away. Is that what you're bummed about? I don't even know what that means. There's no more YouTube comments. That's you can't even see what people are feeling about Joe's. That's the real Joe Rogan review. Oh, on Joe. Because there's no on Spotify Joe. comments. There it's are no, simple. right? You don't know something I don't because you pay more money. There's no, you know, what's crazy though is so you said you have no ads on, you don't pay for Spotify, right? And you have no ads on Joe Rogan's podcast. Nope. So this is crazy. I was on a Reddit thread this week. People in the States are like, what the fuck is going on? I pay for Spotify. I pay $10 a month. I have a premium account. Why am I getting ads on Joe Rogan's podcast? What the fuck is <sighs> oh. going on here? 
And they're like, I don't get ads anywhere else. I'm super fucking pissed. This is not what I paid for. They're fucking up big time. Who's fucking up big time? Spotify. You can't listen. If you pay for a premium I service, should have ads. Yeah, he should have ads. I should have ads. Shut up. <laughs> no, but that, that's what my. But that could was. be a Canadian. I have hold on. Ads. That could be a Canadian regulatory thing. Yeah. There could be something there. I don't know. I'm just. Yeah, I'm, I got ads on all the rest of the. See, that's weird. Uh, no, no, not on Spotify. I mean, on like. Uh, okay, not on Spotify. Okay. Where else do I see ads? But like see, if you're YouTube, I see ads. Do you listen to music uh, on Spotify? Okay. I'd like you to this week. Just listen to 10 songs in a row if you if you don't mind. See, tell me if you get an ad. Because if you don't, I'm going to be livid. I don't pay for it, and I, I found it seamless to use. But you get ads. No. Yeah, it, no. It, during the Joe Rogan show? No, there are no ads no, no. at the beginning. It goes it, right Something comes up. The, There's stuff that comes up. Like What comes up for Something you, you could click on. No, I don't have but any But it doesn't interfere. It, it does, it's not a... There's no, nothing for me at all. No, Zero. I got no click-ons. I wonder if I'm being charged somehow. Or you're paying well, maybe Halima signed you up for a family plan. Or maybe I signed up and never took myself off and I've been paying for it all this time and just not using it. That's all a possibility. <laughs> no, because you purged that shit like a year ago. I know because I spoke to you about it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. You were like, Halima and I went through. You wouldn't believe what we're paying for. We got rid of everything. And you like, because I remember being like, well, how do you not have this? And you're like, we got rid of everything. Oh, anyway. To, okay, well, let's more. rate him. I give uh, Matthew Iglesias a two. I'm going to match that two. And I will I couldn't also give it more. Give it well, we have an agreement. You said it, it wasn't happens, good when we all It happens. It happens. It happens. All right. Well, that being said, uh, we're going to pay a quick bill. Uh, we're going to try to sell you something, and then we'll be right back. <laughs> You're going to try to buy it. Guys, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp.com. What interferes with your happiness? Are you feeling depressed? You feel anger? Maybe it's anxiety, stress eating away at your life. Maybe it's a self-esteem issue. Uh, do you feel like there's something preventing you from achieving your goals? I know for me, uh, I had a wicked drinking problem in my 20s, and uh, it would have been nice if there had been someone there to help. Luckily, I overcame it, and I can tell you right away, I feel much better. That's where BetterHelp comes in. Uh, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. Uh, it's so convenient. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, uh, you can usually start communicating with someone in under 24 hours. So that's good. You'll get that timely and thoughtful help that you need. Uh, this is not a self-help website. It is professional counseling. You can send a message to your counselor at any time. Uh, as well, you can schedule weekly and video phone sessions. Um, we know that during COVID, the last thing you want to do is be going into a doctor's office, sitting in a waiting room, putting on the mask. Um, no one wants that. That's where BetterHelp is perfect. It's all done online, super convenient. Uh, it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and they offer financial aid, and they're available worldwide, which is wonderful. Uh, there's also a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available locally in many areas. You never know. You may live in a rural area. Um, they may not have a specific type of uh, counselor that you're looking for, so that's where BetterHelp also comes in handy. Uh, they offer licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem, as you name it. That's a lot of checked boxes. Uh, anything you share is, of course, confidential. Uh, the website is convenient, professional, affordable. They do have testimonials on their website if you want to go check it out. Uh, they have so many people using BetterHelp right now that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. So also, if you're a counselor and uh, you're having tough times during COVID, 
maybe head over to BetterHelp and see if you can get yourself a job. You never know. Uh, if you want to start living a happier life today, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Join over 1 million people taking charge in their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash J-R-E-E for your 10% discount off your first month. Guys, go check them out. Thank you so much. We're back for Simon's Wet Dream. 1574 Jacques Vallée and James Fox. This was a good one. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I don't, we all hate the, just to get all, the negatives out of the way first, and then we can talk about all the good stuff. Interesting. Um, nobody likes when you say you got to read the book. We all agree that that's just not a great play, so I get it. Here you want, I get it. You, but I would just rather you not talk about that stuff at all then, and... That's a good cut him up off of the pass. That's that's so I didn't like that. And there were a couple of times where Joe was trying to get a piece of information and um, Jacques just ends up on a tangent to something else. And thank God James Fox was there to. Oh, but Jacques' accent, though. Gap, because he just seems way more credible than like a guy like Jeremy Corbell. Yeah. So oh, that dude, definitely. So when he says like, you know, I've interviewed this guy, I don't know. I just, I find he represented himself better as like the third party, but I thought he would have been great uh, on his own. So better than Jacques Vallée on his own and Jacques Vallée. No, I think he probably helped Jacques Vallée there. I Maybe Jacques Vallée on his own and Joe is just. I, I think know. he was the play by play. Jacques Vallée was the color commentary with the book. It I is, guess they worked on it together. It wasn't a book. It it's was a, movie. a documentary. And you yeah. should watch it um, if you haven't, either of you. It's on... Uh, I don't want to pay for it. Apple. I mean, I think it's like four ninety nine or something. James Fox made the I documentary. I gave that four ninety nine to Wikipedia. Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> Jacques Vallée had a book. No, these guys... The Jacques Vallée has many books. He has a book coming out it was in you, 2020. But these guys worked on a documentary together. The and, Phenomenon. But you, at the beginning, said you have to read the book. I know that's a problem. That was the book that Jacques Vallée was talking about that comes out in 2020 where they're going to discuss these medals. Exactly. Which is kind of what everybody's waiting on. They made this announcement in the New York Times where they said, we have these medals. So that's what Joe was trying to like get Jacques Vallée to say, right? You know? Yes. Yes, I listened. We have them. And tell he, me about him. Cannot we see. got him. And he was like, yeah, we have him. I can tell you this little bit, but if you want the rest, you got to wait for the book to come out. Which was very frustrating. A little frustrating. You That's know how old Jacques Vallée is? Probably like 84. 81. I thought he sounded great for his age. Oh, no, he's a dude. He's amazing. Yeah. And that guy has lived like a million lifetimes, you know? He's done so much. Um I used to slay pussy all over the world looking for the aliens, Joe. Isn't it? Sometimes in the laboratory, sometimes outside, but always slaying the pussy, Joe. Isn't it cool that he was the uh, scientist in... Based on. No, no. Well, he was actually in... Encounters of Close Encounters encounters of the Third Kind. kind, He plays uh, a scientist. Oh, he's in it? Yeah. But he was uh, also like, you know, when they get a cop to come on to a cop movie to... Yeah, to he, he a did. consultant. Yeah. Um, Lucas, and he played he an extra. 
for an astro scientist. And he played the guy who was, was it Spielberg based on him, I believe. Or no, uh, he played one guy there. Spielberg. Yeah. What did I say? You said Lucas. Oh yeah. I meant Spielberg. But Jack Vallee is a computer scientist. He's just, he's, he's enamored with aliens and stuff. Yeah, he's in Silicon Valley. He's an AI guy. Isn't well, it? I mean, as opposed to what? No, like, no. There's no alien. I'm not, be, I'm not being critical. No, no, I'm saying. Not no, yet. There's no like, all of these guys are something else. A physicist. Uh, or a kook. Or just or somebody Jeremy who Corbell, studies sorry. aliens. Well, yeah. he's a movie director. I guess. He did all sorts of movies before he ever touched on the alien subject at all. I thought that the whole time listening to this is like, this guy is way better than Jeremy Corbell. If, as the way I took it. Mm-hmm. Being presented like Jacques Vallée was here with something to tell us, and this guy was helping him. But I totally agree with you. Well, uh, like James the, Fox is way more interesting. The Zimbabwe uh, children's school there—that yeah. has always been my favorite UFO encounter story ever. That's I your lo- proof. I love it. It's just—I don't know. There's something about the kids and. I don't know. It's very cool. So the idea that there's a whole documentary coming about that is kind of neat too. Simon, I was struck with an idea listening to this. Very mocha. I'll throw it by you. You might think it's ridiculous. What if all these different aliens that are visiting, so what if each species on Earth was brought here by a different... So, like, there's beetles that occasionally fly by. They're in, like, the pill. That's the beetles because there's so many beetles on Earth, right? Like, there's, like, there's, like, exponentially more beetles than any other fucking species. Maybe there's like, maybe the cheetahs come by every once in a while, fly by just to check. And they're like, oh my God, they're fucking slaying us down there. I don't get it. Sorry, what? Like, like all the aliens. So like, maybe like, think about, so we think about it like maybe aliens came down and just created it. That's what you think about. Maybe they just came down and created everything, right? Okay. So maybe it's different. Maybe like one group of aliens came and dropped a, a human seed. And then another group of aliens, cheetahs, for example. We're all aliens. Everyone, everything on Earth is an alien. So cheetahs also Lovely. can also fly. And they came and they were like, okay, we're going to drop some cheetah DNA off here and we'll see what happens there as well. And maybe they're all just checking up on us. And again, the other ones that are checking up on us are like, my God, the humans are crushing everyone. Because uh-huh. we are just a peachy dish. I thought you meant like universe. each yeah. different alien dropped off a different race of humans. No, I meant dropped off a different species of animal. Animals, gotcha. Kind of like... Um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. How the mice run the there program and the dolphins That's are it. here because they only want the fish, mm-hmm. but they're they leave before the kind of like that. Vogons yes. come and build a super highway through Earth. Do you hope there's a giant spacecraft in the ocean? I that idea. Listen, all this ocean stuff. Like, if you don't think this is just propping up what I've been saying all along, that it's just underwater space. I agree. I've agreed with you all. But no, I mean, (laughs) I mean, Matt, you're just going to be proven wrong. It's crazy that you would say it's stupid, but whatever. Stupid. Well, okay. Explain it to me again. So water is space. No, no. Okay. Sorry. I'm just being um, hyperbolic there. Um, I meant like. The expanse. Yeah. It's just this. The same way we can't really track anything that's going on in space. We're obviously not able to track anything that's going on in the ocean. So if you had this massive spaceship and you had to, you know, hide it somewhere while you were on Earth, that would be a pretty convenient place to do it. So what makes you think we can't track anything in the ocean? Just out of curiosity. So deep. I just, so I just don't think we are. But I, we have I mean, sonar. Well, apparently like how do you, but like, it's not getting deep enough. 
But all those submarines that are constantly cruising around, all the countries have, they all have sonar. They're all pinging constantly. Well, I think they are picking up a lot. Same like they've been following these uh, UFOs for a long time. The the military has and just not telling us about it. Yeah, they've also di- been following underwater uh, USOs. And, uh, or if it's so big, it just reads as surface. Real big. Well, I don't... Is that how that works? I still think it reads. Well, if it just radar. kept paying off this thing, it was like, I guess that's just... I mean, again, you could argue that alien technology could just make itself read as whatever it wanted anyway. Or, yeah, or absorb. If you're going that There far. have been many, 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 many sightings and things revolving around the ocean. This isn't a new thing. I like yeah, it. but that's, I mean, that's an unfair, there's more ocean than land so you're gonna that's see why. and again it, there is more ocean than land and maybe a lot of the action of these ufos is going on above and in the oceans and we just it, what we're seeing when we catch glimpse of them over land is like that the kind of like the bigfoot right if you're only catching it for that brief second maybe it's because that's the only time they're actually visible. So maybe Bigfoot's a swimmer. Maybe he lives in, a, in an underwater cave, Simon. That's Mocha. not a terrible idea. <laughs> now, I, I was confused. There was a time when they're talking about the satellites, like why can't satellites get more footage of this? And they have mm-hmm. to like turn them off over certain countries. Mm-hmm. Do you remember them saying that? Well, I think they were insinuating that they do get the information. You just, if even if they had it, you're never going to see it. You don't have access to what those satellites see. Let's talk a second about the craziest, to me, the craziest. And I know we've, we already kind of knew this, but it really like, it really hits home when they, for me, it really hit home. It's insane that he's like, so even the president can't access this. So who has the clearance? And then you got to wonder, it's like, what is the president? If there's people above him or people with clearance above him? Yeah. Well, I feel like the president elect is whoever writes Joe Biden's teleprompter. You know what I mean? Don't make this a fucking political thing. It has I nothing to do I don't with mean who it. the president is. He's talking about a certain situation. Okay, sorry. Or an overall I'm so, I'm, situation. I'm, I'm so rather. sorry. I was frustrated by that too. By what? Well, the, the president can't even find that. And then so at the end of the day, we're at, is there a groundswell of people a hundred million people have to demand. Well, I think that really goes to show you though, that like there has got to be, we, we talk about it as like jokes, you know, this powerful group that is actually running the government, but like that should show you right there. The person who you believe is the most powerful human being in the United States doesn't have the permission to see what other people are allowed to see. Well, I don't get it too. If you're the president, you appoint the head of the CIA, don't you? Isn't that one of your, can't it, you do that? Well, it might not be the head of the CIA who has the right to see that stuff either. Matt. It's gotta be like, the military. We don't know who it's it the military. Is. I, I assume it's the, uh, yeah, some sort of military branch. Dude, but this- that's what I'm saying is it's insane that the gov- that the president, the po- most powerful person in the world. Not the most powerful person yeah, in the exactly. world. Exactly. Yeah. It's just all for show. Placeholder. What do other governments well, know? Well, but that is a good point. Like, 
presidents come and go, right? So if you're only in for four years and you get all that information and then you go, like maybe that's just too many loose lips sink ships type of deal. To And if you don't show them anything just across the board, you never have to worry about that. I mean, I would have argued that's ridiculous until his boy got in. And then I guess now I'm looking at it like maybe that makes sense. Well, exactly, right? And you certainly don't want these guys to be able to leave, again, take this uh especially not this one not to mention they all write memoirs i don't think a president has left office and not written a memoir right. and you can't have them like having um something that's worth something you know uh to then use to get government to sway their way i guess i think too maybe after fdr because he was so a part of the war um and his whole military industrial complex. Maybe after that, they were like, we don't want these guys any, we don't want anyone who's served to fucking be president. We don't want anyone who knows how the sausage is made. TMI, buddy. We, TMI. Yeah, we'd just rather a fucking a suit who can just say what we need. And But I mean, look at Jimmy Carter, right? Like that, when he was a congressman or whatever, he pushed through some serious UFO disclosure. He wanted, because he had his own experience. And he was like, we have the right to know. And he was trying to get all this shit released. And then he became president and not so much. You know what I mean? So that goes to show you that's a guy who had like a vested interest in um, UFOs. But if we're taking and what these guys are saying and we're assuming the military are these people, right? Of the CIA. Yeah. That uh, they're like, you can't handle the truth. I just don't get it. What like short of showing me a body, you're going to show me a bunch of photos and I'm just going to take them at face value. That seems crazy. I've now got the most powerful seat in the room. Some guy's going to walk in with a folder, show me some photos and I'm just going to be like, okay, yeah, you're right. It's too, it just seems, I don't know. And you're not going to talk about it. No, you're not going to say I'm not allowed to see this. Are stuff. you saying if you're the president? Yeah. Yeah. I'd want to see the fucking UFOs. But they, I want to see pictures. That's what I'm saying I'd be like, listen, like I, this isn't enough for me. Well, no, you'd be like, take me to Ra or to whatever uh, Area 51 or wherever you're housing the stuff. Let's go see them. We can't handle the truth. That's the bottom line, right? <coughs> well, do you think we can handle the truth? No, nope. I, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think we can handle the truth. I don't, and I'm a guy who like loves aliens, but I don't think it would move the meter, dude. You are fucking insane. If a if a giant two mile wide spaceship appeared like cloaking device gone and it just oh, appears that shit shows up it's end of, it's end new of days. york city you don't tell me that that's going to turn the dial well, in new york city someone will have a t-shirt with that on it that but will turn the dial. that would turn the dial but the government saying we have these metals we have no idea what they're made out of will not well turn it, the dial. it obviously that's where we're at right it now it hasn't turned the well it has i mean people are excited but like nobody is freaking out and we now know that they've been watching uh, UAPs for a long time. You know what I mean? Do you think whatever the information is in its totality to this right. date, right? Yeah. That the, the there's, phenomenon. Some, there's something in there that the public can't handle. Like I, I, I just, I don't think the military is holding on to something. They are holding on to something maybe really exciting, but not something that is going to shatter people's beliefs as we know it. I think that was what my disappointment is. Uh, so what do you need? What do you think we need for that? Like actual I think aliens? You need your two mile thing. Yeah. Well, maybe not a two mile thing. What if uh, they found a UFO, like found a crash, and had bodies inside? If That's they were, probably good enough. Know that if we could actually see the aliens, I feel like 
I don't know. If they were communicating with the aliens. The weird thing to me is the idea that they crash. That to me is where I get lost. That they have that this That sounds like, sort of bumpkin? It really, yeah, it does. Like it sounds like they're so past that. You know what I mean? Like this this, uh, this alloy that you can lift with one hand and like the, the ability to make maneuvers that just make all of ours look so ridiculous. Like it seems like crashing is just so beyond. It has to be alien error. I, I, I just, it's I don't not know. Hit another, they could hit have been shot down by something other than humans. Sure. And I think the argument too, though, another is like, alien? my yeah. argument would be anything that does go down. Like, think about what we do now. We mostly send drones. That's the first thing we send. We never, ever send people first. Ever. The first thing we send are drones. So there's nothing to make me believe that what they're sending that's flying around here isn't anything short of just drones. A super drone. And even then, even the things that you see walking around, the little like people, there's nothing to tell me too that those couldn't be drones. Again, just trying to collect data. Like if you're that far advanced, way past where we are, there's nothing that says you wouldn't have an autonomous little walking drone that would just fucking... Oh, you're saying the drones are alien. Well, yeah, I'm saying like whatever these aliens, these UFOs we're seeing, there's... Well, we've talked about that before, that the greys are just a like a android or something sent down to do the work and you know but again i wouldn't even know why you'd have someone up in the ship like that's what i'm saying is if you're that far advanced you would just send out a million of these fucking drones and ships to go scour other earths like well, who said there was somebody up in the ship like why is there well, even a sorry ship? i was just well well because that's what the where do the grays come from Oh, they would have had to come from ships. Right, 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 right. Most right, likely, yeah. right? Unless yeah. they're like teleporting or using some sort of black hole. Dimension. Well, no, because if they're a robot, let's <coughs> say, they would send out this like drone ship, uh, millions of them, like you said, from just to scour the galaxy. And they'd each be equipped with, you know, a crew of 10 greys. Sure. I mean, it's the same idea. Yeah. That still works. Yep. If the still work. powers that be released that they know that. That, that might move the meter. But I don't think anything they have does. Unless they're communicating, that's, that'd be huge. Well, I mean, moving the meter for sure would be something like um, finding out that there's actually a federation. The meter would be moved. There are multiple alien races that we've been, you know, yeah. in, Any, in communication with. And there's a whole kind of... Um, subplot that was going on the whole time that we were oblivious to, but now we're oblivious. That's so much more important than the actual plot that, you know, I feel from the way this podcast started to the, where it ended, it was a huge cock tease. You thought you were going to get something. Well, it, it seems so much have more credibility seen, without Corbett. Have you seen those pictures that they were talking about of the, uh, photo taken from the cockpit? No, <laughs> it's interesting. It's all interesting, but it's like they were like, we're out of line where I think you basically know everything we know. We need to find out. They have to be pressed to tell us. And I don't know what moves that meter. What do you mean? What is the pressure to be to release the information that we all desire that we feel is being withheld? Well, aren't you curious? Uh, of he's, course he is. That's what he's asking. Um, what needs to be done to oh, get it I out? See. That's Since what he's saying. They to were you. talking about the New York Times article that. Well, I think you're going to start, you know, but they said it. It's not going to be this one dump disclosure. It's going to be a little bit and a little bit. They probably have like a game plan that they're following that they've deemed as the acceptable way to, to slow drip, release this information 
So you don't end up with like, you know, people deserting their religions and you know, mass chaos. Yeah, okay, that's sexy talk. That they have. That's what they have. Well, that would make sense to me. I, I think that's probably what they're doing. You can't handle the truth. Listen, if I had to guess, Kamar, if I was like a betting man, I think this is the bet I would take. That to the Stars Academy, um, Tom DeLong mm-hmm. is actually a CIA operative, maybe without even knowing it, but they are using him to. That's part of the disclosure the release. That's the because soft, what that's a real he wanted launch. to do. His whole plan was like from a very altruistic, virtuistic thing. He was going to, you know, make this company that was going to do entertainment to help. It was all to help people absorb this d- disclosure that was on its way, and he was going to, you know, get samples and this and that, and, which they have. I mean. They are definitely pushing the needle. They Simon, have all these guys who come we're from in a, we're in a the military. Unveiling program. You look so sexy when you talk alien. That passion. And anyways, <laughs> so I mean that would be that would be my I think that is the first part of the slow release. You know, that's how they get the kids. But then they need they can't have nobody like Older is going to believe Tom DeLong, so they have to, you know, do other stuff to the New York Times article. That's how you get people like my dad to look at it, who I found out, by the way, is like super open-minded when it comes to all of this stuff. I never would have guessed. I, I don't think... guys have a nice schwitz, talk aliens. No schwitz, <laughs> but we had a fucking crazy alien talk. I don't think it's that people have uh, closed minds, that they just don't care. Well, they but, don't, you they know don't even I mean? know. Like, we, we know about the New York Times article. I think most, you know, your common person isn't thinking about aliens at all. Yes, I agree. And that's not going to happen until there's, like, probably, like, a big event. Yeah. Or a very slow mass build to the point where they, you know. So this podcast gave you optimism in that we're on the road and uh, whatever pace they have to unveil, it's coming. I think it's coming. Is it moving I, I fast think, enough for you? I think it's I fast enough. I mean, yeah, I guess. Because do I? I don't want the giant ship to show up. I don't think that's a good thing. Like, if that really happens, I'm like, I'm trying to imagine. That's when I put my like, get out of dodge. Uh, that's when Simon's Tim Pool mobile fucking. But th- this is what I'm saying, Maddie. Like, if it's not then, then when? Just to make sure, you know what I mean. If everything's cool, I'll come back. But that's based on the uh, big ship. That's the giant ship freaking everyone out. One little ship is here to attack us and kill us. Well, we got to assume, Kamar, like legitimately, if these things wanted to do us harm. They would have done it. They could have done it at any time. The when they describe these ships jumping from here, to, you don't think they have a weapon that could fucking blow you up in the the blink of an eye? What if they're super advanced, but all they can do is keep warming up the planet? <laughs> they thought we'd be dead already, but they just okay. Well, I guess we'll turn up the notch up more. I'm with you, Simon. It's like what I said last week, though. That guy was talking about. He's like, listen, if you see a bunch of ants in your kitchen, you're gonna crush them. But if you see a bunch of ants outside, just on the sidewalk. You have no reason to bother them. I think as long as we're just here doing our thing, they don't give a fuck. They're willing to just observe. Yeah, and I told you um, 
it was shooting that nuke into space where they were like, yeah, that okay. probably alerted them to be like, okay, yeah. well now we'll start paying closer attention, right. but it's still, we can fuck them up whenever we no, want. No, uh, I'm, I'm agreeing with you there because if they wanted to do it, look, we can't there, do anything. There have been cases obviously where people say they have been taken and they've had things shoved up their butts and all sorts of bad stuff that you probably wouldn't, the normal person probably wouldn't want to have happen to them. Um, but there's no, there's been no, this town was attacked, uh, governments overthrown. <laughs> like, if they wanted to do us harm, they could, real harm, they could do it at any time. So the idea that just right now, it's all of a sudden a threat, that's the wrong reason. To, like Jacques Vallée said, that's the wrong reason to be looking at this. But if that's what they need to turn the needle, because that's how the fucking... U.S. government runs is on military, you know, then so be it. Like, as long as it gets the job done. But you said if you see the big sh sh ship, yeah. you're getting yourself and running for the hills. I'm getting my family. And I'm saying, yeah. from what we know, if we see the big ship, there's no reason to freak out. But I'm still going to hedge my bets. The same reason I wear a mask, Kamar. Maybe it doesn't work, but why Maybe wouldn't I wear it? Maybe the aliens are out to kill us. I was watching or listening to an interesting thing about the Aztecs, which we never talk about too much, but they're just as cool an ancient civilization as any. Um, and how it took 60 years for the Spaniards to Eliminate destroy them. them. Do I not give the Aztecs their due? No, we, we don't. I didn't he say does. you. Oh. Do well, we? I don't give anyone their due. No, but so. we, we rarely, he hasn't had an Aztec guy on in a while. What, what The point was, like, with the help of other tribes, they um, eliminated the civilization. But it took 60 years, which is weird. Do you think 60 years is a long time for a civilization to last? I know it's not a long time. It's a quick time for a civilization to disappear. Right, yeah. They didn't have a long run. That, that was the length of the Aztec civilization. No, he's no, no, no. Years. It took they the were Spaniards from the time the Spaniards years. got there. It to took wipe them 60 them years to wipe them out. They, yes. were, they were what they were. That's a very long time. They were what they were. And they were really advanced. So what happened then? Because didn't they wipe out like the Mayans much faster through disease? So no, but they used disease and other tribes. Like the, the, Aztecs, the Aztecs are the Mayans. The Aztecs. Well, I think the Aztecs predate the Mayans, don't they? Well, what I'm saying is they're yeah. the same people. Well, I don't think they're the same people. But even like where the Aztecs were, there the Aztecs were still not the only game in town. There were other... The Olmecs. Like the, we, you say the Aztecs is not like this group of people that's one of many. Well, I don't think the Aztecs and the Mayan existed at the same time. But other civilized... Other... It was big. It was big, like like Grant Hancock has said. Like there was a lot... A lot of cities. I, I get it. And the Spaniards had disease and other tribes mm -hmm. to get rid of them. Like it, was, it took 60 years. I mean, I'm sure you could eradicate something much faster now but a the like is it greed or ignorance to destroy a beautiful civilization like that like that it's left in ruins you know what i mean mm -hmm. that's my only fear with aliens that they'll leave us in ruins or what what i don't know what they'll do but these guys said there's no reason they would have done it by now. I know, but they we can did, disable nuclear missiles. We didn't do that. The the Spaniards didn't show up and hover around in their boats for a hundred years and then decide we're wiping these. That's my point. They did man. it from the get go. Yeah, they came and they wanted the place and they took it over. These 
aliens, like we have records of them hundreds and hundreds, like thousands of years. Who knows how long they've so been coming So there's no reason here. to freak out. Well, I just... Hedge your bets. Listen, it, all of a sudden, the giant ship showing up, it's a little different. We haven't seen that yet. You know what I mean? So I want the earth I'm to be flat. I want that bets. ship to come down. But another UFO showing up, another like, you know, tic-tac. I just, I think there are so many of those that are going on all the time over the ocean. But if it crashes, you got to be like, okay, who is this fucking jabroni? Well, the crash, that's the most interesting thing. Like that really got me thinking because I'm like, okay, so I got to work out a way. Why would this thing crash? Right. These are. Because they don't run on gas. Like you ran intuitive out of gas. So I think it goes back to what <laughs> I said. Texting his girlfriend. <laughs> Come on. Look, if there, are U- if there are UFOs, why aren't there different clans? Why aren't there different sects? Why aren't there different species? Maybe how often do we find crashed UFOs? Not very often. So in the big scheme of things, you know, that percentage is so small. Maybe it is like they got shot out of the sky by a... Uh, like, I don't think our weapons do anything against them, but maybe they do. Maybe it was like a mistake where we sure, maybe shot they hit at an asteroid or something. I don't know. I, I maybe, don't see how you do that. Maybe they hit but. an asteroid. Well, who knows what the problems are in space travel. But it's like, like a human nature thing to assume they'd have weapons. Like, like if there's a federation to think, oh, they fight, they disagree. Like, it's just we're putting our human characteristics yeah, that on them. It is, but. It's true. They need space lasers. No matter who you are, whether you believe in, um, whether you are a warring nation or not a warring nation, if you're going... You actually could be past that, though, Simon, where it's all defensive. To the point where you know that nothing can do you any harm, so you don't have to do any harm. It's not a thought. That's it. There's no... Because think about that, Simon. If you know that you are invincible, right? You don't need any offensive weapons. You can just walk through with impunity. Because we are not invincible. Well, I guess it depends on what your um, mission is, right? Of course, but I'm just saying, if you let's say you're a truly altruistic society, you've, you've gone past all the fighting, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're so past that that you've that all you do is create defense. You no longer create weapons of war because well, why it's like would judo you defense. even need to create defense? Just on the off chance that some outside for, but again, well, then that would be the same reason why you would carry a weapon. No, it wouldn't because you're deep again. You would. I, I think I think if it's out there and it's super advanced, the fighting and bickering. Like if you're going on a canoeing trip, let's say. You bring uh bear If spray. you're a peaceful person, you don't want to hurt anybody. You're still going to bring But you're spray. still going to bring something to protect yourself Bugs in spray. case, right? Like that's, that's just a, a wise way to. Well, no, but it's like Kamar's saying. But it's like Kamar's saying. Thing, when you yeah. go to the woods and you know there's mosquitoes, you don't bring a gun to fight the mosquitoes. You just bring bug spray because you know that if you bring the bug spray, you don't have to kill all the mosquitoes. You can just walk around. That's a great analogy. Yeah. I mean, do you see that he's torn though, that they're going to get us that no, there's no reason for it to get us. Well, no, but I mean, again, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you where I think I'm with you where he's, he's doing what every human does, which is we're putting our own emotions into something. Yeah, Yeah. 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 You know, I have a, the dog. I do it all the time. Like, oh, I know what Chico, he's a fucking dog. I don't know what the fuck's going on in his head. I'm putting my own human emotions into what looks like go, is yep. going on in his. Yep. And that's, it's fine. It's like I said, it's very human what you're but doing. You have just as we, there's just as much chance of them being 
ultra human in their thinking as there is them being nothing human in their but thinking. But Simon, 100%. so your argument doesn't. No, no, no really but hear me work. out. But stop. Arguing? It does what because I, what am I if, arguing? If if we've evolved far past this, like we're we're better than we were 500 years ago as humans. We're not as fucking as vicious as uh, we don't. We're not drawing and quartering people anymore. You know what I mean? There's there's things that we don't do that we all recognize as morally unjust, and they keep we keep pushing the line back. There's nothing to say that two two thousand years from now we won't be totally past violence, racism, stuff like that. Maybe we, who knows? Maybe we'll never get past it. But let's say the society, this these aliens, they have maybe they've been around for millions of years and they've truly gotten past all that. That's what I'm saying. Is also think about. <clears throat> Think about the possibility that they've traveled to the edges of the universe and they know definitively we are the top dog. See, we don't know that. That's an assumption we make. But like if you've actually traveled to every single planet, every star, every everything, and you go, we're the best of the best, then you actually do only need the bug spray. I just, I don't know if it's necessarily a human. I don't know if good and evil is a human thing, okay? I don't either. Yeah. So if it's not a human thing, if we're just, part of a much bigger universally cosmic thing, then good and evil could be something that transcends the whole universe. And so when we say that's a human way to think, it might not be a human way to think. It might be a... I don't think it is. Though. Astral way but to think, we which don't... means that there are good species and bad species. Again, by the logic of... What you're saying, which is totally possible, mine is also totally possible. No, I disagree. Well, all I'm saying, though, Simon, is like we don't see good and evil a lot in nature. It's not You there. just see nature. That's be Okay, just to argue that point, lower species on planet Earth. Mm -hmm. So on planet Mars, you could have also that same hierarchy structure, you know, where at the top, good and evil exist. I'm yeah, just, but what I'm saying though is you could also have it where at the very top, good and evil don't exist just because, I mean, it works totally, both ways. Totally, maybe like, we haven't reached the the pinnacle for humans even. Of, sure, clearly we haven't. My or, point though, Simon maybe is- maybe we have. My point though, Simon, is I think my, the assumption you should make, you don't have to, but I think the assumption one should make is that if you're advanced enough to be flying, to be doing what they're doing, coming from where they're coming from, because it's obviously outside of our galaxy, then you'd have to be around a really long time. Again, that's just an assumption. Yeah. And that you would evolve past kind of the, because who, like, again, if we, if we do make it 2000 years past here, there's no way we're not going to look back at us and be like, this was Neanderthal shit. That's crazy to think about, man. Like baffled. I just, baffled. you may, we may, <laughs> we assume that it works like, we start here and we end here. And that's the evolution. Oh, no. I think there's ebbs and flows. It could be fucking like it. But not with, this, but not, hold on, with, evo ancient, not with evolution uh, so much. With the evolution of ideas, of um, knowledge, structures, uh, of like wisdom. Yeah, the problem. Sure. But Simon, the problem is, is now we're getting. See, I would agree with you for sure. The ebbs and flows were because everything was written in like on stone or on parchment or you know what i mean it was tough to keep records now it's going to be tough to refute a lot of things it's going to be that you're going to have just definitive shit moving forward from now i mean well again, unless there's an extinction unless event. there's an extinction sure. event again we're like here we are here we are it, this is our timeline right you know and that 
and everything that's even happened before us takes up such a bigger chunk than where we are right now. And yet we assume we are the pinnacle right now. Do we? Again, (laughs) we could be nowhere close to the pinnacle. Well, I think the whole universe is held together by love and there is no good or evil in that the most evil thing you could imagine is a black hole, right? Just sucks in everything, destroys everything. Mm-hmm. It's just everything, but it's just a black hole. Like It is what it is. It wasn't raised like some black holes are beaten, some aren't. And- yeah, I don't know. Listen, we're, all of this is so hypothetical, right? Like, who the is fuck, it, well, uh, who knows what it is? I think good and evil know. is a human trait. You do, okay, mm-hmm. I, and I don't. I think that is like a universal thing. But you guys may be totally right, and I, I, because I kind of also believe too that if it's a consciousness thing, like really, really, truly a consciousness thing, then we have no idea. It's it's going to be so. Um, that's close to the truth alien to us when it actually happens and you rejoin the consciousness that there's the idea of it being human or not human at that point is going to be like it it can't even be a thought because it's going to be so fucking different i don't even know if you have that moment where you're like oh shit this is what it is and then it's you know and you're next well, uh, into the next thing <laughs> what if either going into a new body or into the fucking what, universe what if or it whatever. is just is what you believe so you, well i better make up my make fucking it. mind eh? yeah maybe you stay in limbo that's, <laughs> that's why they change the religion at the last second do you have a hot soft, soft spot for uh, harry reed for harry um i <laughs> soft spot the guy like backpedals a lot on uh He'll make a statement, and then he'll, somebody will quote him on the statement. And he'll be like, "That's not what I said." And but I mean, it but feels yes, like I he's do. the guy fighting the fight. Yeah, he's been doing it for a long time, also. But I don't know. I don't know who I trust, Kamar. You trust Jacques Vallée? I think I do trust Jacques Vallée. Yeah, but who knows? Have you who, read any of his books? No. Okay, he's not a Graham Hancock to you. No. Well, no. He writes a lot of books about like. Uh, consciousness and the, that idea and no i just never uh never read anything of his yeah. i think if you went to the people who had the bell project at the time they would tell you nothing was of the thing i don't understand this joe nothing was wrong yeah. everything was fine there so let's talk for a sec about um travis walton because i think that's really interesting i Fire think in we talked about it a little bit before but that he got hit by accident, right? Like, so he runs up to that thing and, okay, you don't re- usually hear about UFOs shooting people. So he gets hit with this thing and he's going to die. And instead of letting him die, they take him onto the ship and fix him up. And Jacques Vallée made an interesting point. Like, had they dropped him off exactly where they had picked him up, he would have died for sure. There's no way he would have been able to walk back out to the road. They drop him off closer to time. It's interesting. Listen, you could not believe it. You could say that guy's full of shit. I, I saw the movie. But we like we know there are these UFOs. So again, yeah, maybe nobody's driving them. But maybe there are people driving what them. What about though your But even then, Simon, again, if you're super advanced, sorry, it could just they could be autonomous. Like, again, we're thinking in terms totally. of today's technology. It could just be 
super advanced bots. Yeah, totally. He, that recognize life. These people and, say that they can telepathically. Um, well, that too. If you have tele, you can. So that seems more of like. But even then, Simon, it could be a you. It could be like a simulation type thing where you're plugged in. So I'm at my my job is to plug into an alien drone every day, fly it around Earth for eight hours, maybe help some people out, maybe probe some people, and then punch my card. The thing goes underwater as you like. Mm -hmm. and, and where I, do they go? Where do who go? The punch carders, the card punchers. Well, whatever world we're living in, I haven't. That's my. That's I. You know, and I go home. In fire in the sky. What about the buddies? In the truck. Yeah, what about them? You, the three of us are out the road. Yeah. I get thrown out. You hightail it out. <laughs> you just get shot by a UFO. And you That's drive right there. You drive fast as you can and away. And you are going to question what anybody does at that point. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird one, Kamar, because I don't think You're I don't about know. to have your whole fucking perception of the world blown, first of all, in the blink of an eye. So I just don't think you can hold anybody accountable at that point. They turn around and go back for him. I think that says something. I think he said the one, the driver did. It's shock. The other guys didn't want to go. It's shock, man. I think you're like, dude, I'm at, like, can I you even, I'm a guy who loves UFOs. I love all of this. I cannot imagine what I, I will feel like first to shit your if I see a UFO. Like, you're, They are your buddies if they take I off on you. I don't think anybody can be prepared for that. I think it's such a paradigm shift. That even it, like me, who's like ready for it, I'm looking. I'm looking at the sky. I'm. I, I just you think everyone has their mind blown. You could see yourself stepping on the gas. Sorry. You could see yourself stepping on the gas. I could see myself stepping on the gas and also turning back around to uh, go help him. Yeah. Like I guess the point is, if you just see your friend get shot by a laser from a UFO. You think you're going to be next. You don't think, oh, they did that by accident. Well, it's not only that. You th you're, I think your real thought is like, there's nothing I can do. Like, I just saw something so, like, even if you had, let's say you had exactly. a rifle. What are you do? Like, you, you've just seen something so beyond your scope of knowledge. And it doesn't matter how long you've been alive. You, you, you know what I mean? You can't process, your brain just can't process. Yeah, especially if it's cold. Your brain can't process. So you're, you're left with like, I don't know. I, I, this is exactly what I'm saying. I think all of these people, these Kamars out there who are like, I'm just going to see this thing and nothing's going to change. I think you're fucking duping yourself. No. Let me tell you a story. I was smoking a joint one night with a friend <clears throat> in like a, you know, if you drive way down bank towards the airport, like past, way past Albion, you get to like the, the sticks there. I, I can't remember the fucking, anyway. We were in one of those abandoned parking lots, like near the Marble Bog, not near the Marble Bog, but in like, you know what I mean? That sort of area. Yeah. <clears throat> Smoking joints, playing music super loud. And all of a sudden, <clears throat> the entire parking lot is lit up like a Christmas tree. And I'm not, I, I shit you not. I had like a five second moment where my asshole got so tight and cold. It was a plane, I take it. Yes, it was a plane, of course. But the way it lit up was like different than anything I had ever seen. It didn't yep. it didn't strike me as a plane at first. Obviously, when I realized it was a plane, I, I played it all cool. Like, uh, So when you look up at that point, Maddie, and instead of it being the plane that you recognize, it's a black sphere, you know, 100 feet by 100 well, feet. I, I don't know. 
I think weak people have heart attack. People with weak hearts have heart attacks. Oh, I might have a heart attack. I think Who knows? you piss your pants because I think. I mean, I don't know about pissing my pants. Listen, when really scary things happen, I think sometimes your body just does. I things. agree, but I also think that adrenaline sometimes will. Well, let you know what. I think we're all going to find out because I think it's going to happen pretty fucking soon. Well, we live in the capital of a country, so. Over the parliament buildings. That would be fucking something. That would be How something. How you doing, eh? Then you got a real problem. Like, I was thinking, oh, if it's at New York. I mean, they're focused on New York, at least. That gives me nothing to get out of town. But if they're <laughs> focused on us. Well, who knows? No, I don't I, think again though. You see, here's the problem with the whole um I'm with Joe. Why would they go to the here, government? It, they've been here for so I don't know, it's the biggest building, fanciest building, who knows? Um they've been here for so long. Um they would have done something to us already. That that's sound logic. I mean, that's my logic, right? But the mocha to that is there are many different races and well, can we stop for a second? This one decides that now is the time. Like it's not just one brain we're dealing with. Yeah, but there'd have to be a lot of reason. Like there'd have to be something that we have that they don't have that they need to exploit or I, I well, just maybe it's something as simple as they're building an interstellar interstellar highway and Earth is in the way of an on ramp. Like literally, that's the that's the premise of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, I know. And, and it's, it's so yeah, human. It's, but again, maybe it's like, we don't know, right? That's the We beauty. do though, because no. there's so much fucking space out there that if you were building your space highway, you would just avoid whatever, which is again, Not a good thing if they need their children. The same way there's so much <laughs> land and yet we build our roads in really stupid places because we have our reasoning, you know, like... That would seem really stupid to an ant or to a fucking polar bear or to an alien, maybe. I don't know. No, no, no eye rolling. That's no eye rolling. I can roll my eyes whenever I want. You roll your eyes at me, you huff and puff. You know how many huff and puffs I get from you during a show? At least four. Four huff and puffs. Four huff and puffs. Yeah, that's I'm how many huff and puffs I get track. from you, at least. That's a minimum of four huff and puffs. Um, okay, what else do I got here? Uh, Jacques Vallée. So neither of you watched Hold the on, movie. First of all, that's your first page, by the way. I don't think you've changed a page, have you? No, but I think I've hit a bunch okay. of things okay. that are on here. Anyways. Can we talk about this? Because I'm not sure if they got there. He said that an alien attacked the White House. Guy was shooting at him. They said they shot at the aliens. Yes, over the, the, White, over the House. White House. Yeah, yeah sorry. That they was it. Yeah. Well, the sorry. House. Yeah. Yeah. And that they shot off a piece of the fuselage. That's like the moon landing. Explain. You'd think they'd talk about this incident a lot more just in U.S. history. Well, it's like the battle over Los Angeles. I've told you guys about that. They were shooting at things up in the air. That was in the 80s? They claimed it was like Japanese, whatever, somethings. But it was uh, unidentified flying objects. It's the most American thing to do to be on a roof to shoot at a UFO, though. Yeah. Well, if you if you think it's a foreign body, I guess that's what you would do. And then you realize pretty quickly that you're not dealing with a foreign body, you know, or a foreign object rather. Uh, how about the fiber optic tech coming from Roswell crash? That's interesting because that you know I've said something like that before, but they. You know, this guy's taking just, credit, taking credit for so things no, he heard on Joe Rogan. Yeah, no, no, no. Interesting not, because I'm you've not, said it before. 
Take it easy, Cy. Come on. Um, that's here. not what I'm insinuating. What I was saying was um, we've talked about it before. Sorry. I've talked about it before. You have, so it's you have spoken obviously. about it before. Yes. And it is interesting, Simon. Yes. What is a fiber optic tick again? What is a fiber optic cable? Tick. Is that what you called it? No, I don't think it is. Well, they said a fiber, I think I said fiber, fiber optics. Oh, at Roswell? This is a, uh, a Paul Lazaro. Yeah. A Paul Lazaro. We got fiber optics from Roswell? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. That was one of the technologies we... Thanks, aliens. We got from that crash. My high-speed internet is great. And what did he say? He said even in the government, there are three levels of secrecy. So there's the secrets that the president are able to get. There are um, uh, foreign... Uh, and domestic clearance, you know, and then there's the people who actually make the decisions, whoever those are. Can you go to school for that job? No, I don't think so. I think you inherit it like a king. You know, like the person who takes care of the Holy Grail and then he has to pass it down to his son who doesn't know. I don't know how And And is this another situation like uh, everyone can keep a secret? It's I one of those things, eh? I, I don't know. I mean, at the... That's that's a great question though. Is like, how do you get that job? Like, if someone dies, they have to. And is it all just a bunch of really old, shitty white men? One would assume the way they've been doing things. One would assume, unless it's all like women. It's a super diverse <laughs> crew. That'd be amazing. And, well, there's, and there's an alien, an alien as part on of the it. council, of course. I mean, there would have to be. But okay, so. That's what? why they're here. He's like, guys, another meeting. Do you know how long it takes me to get here? Can't we just you guys do complain this about traffic? Skype? You know how far <laughs> I'm coming? I gave you guys fiber optics for a fucking reason. That's right. They gave us the internet. Now use it, bitches. Yeah. I brought these pastries, but they didn't make the flight. <laughs> they didn't make it through the Van so Allen I'm, belt. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I like that South African story. That's uh. Wait, is there a story you don't like? Yeah, yeah, is there an alien story that rubs you the wrong way? I d there are certain parts about I felt the, you were just the certain parts about the Barney and Betty Hill story that I find you're, you're walking very back. problematic. You're walking yeah. back. There are certain parts that I really like, but at the same time, they could just be if it's a really, really, really well done like CIA op where they're testing like acid um, manipulations and things LSD, like that, man. I mean, if you really think about it, so they're on this highway. Let's just break it down just quickly. They're on this highway. They're driving, okay? If I'm the CIA, if I'm a young CIA. CIA trying to make your druthers. CIA director. Oh, okay. You've already make, made. Trying to make my druthers. Or you're the director. To, you don't have druthers to, do to a, make. A good job. This is how I would do it. So they're driving. Mm -hmm. I would, um, I, I don't know, maybe somehow hit them before with the LSD. I don't know where they came from before they were. Um, no, I'm being serious. Here. I'm with like, you. Yeah. They were I at some they were swingers at like party. Some, no, I think they were at some Thanksgiving thing or something. I don't really remember, but let's say they somehow managed like this was, they've been, they knew they were going to do this to Betty and Barney Hill. Yeah. This wasn't so a So they dosed them at the, at the party. They dosed them at the party. Then all of a sudden they know it's going to be like, peaking at like whatever 10 15 mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. where they're mm -hmm. you flash a massive light right yeah so you disorient them totally then you get them out of their car you do some elaborate fucking hollywood type production to get them onto the ufo and then once then maybe they're unconscious for a while which they say they were 
and then they're on the UFO. You're just in another set. You're, they're so fucked on acid and shit. Like, dude, I want you to just imagine for a second, okay? You've done you've done mushrooms. You haven't done acid. I haven't either. I've done mushrooms. You've done mushrooms. There have been some mushroom trips I've been on where reality was not there for a couple hours. You know? No, never. Seriously? Yeah, I've done I've done hero uh, doses and like I've always keep in mind I always feel like I'm. That's the thing is every mushroom trip I've done, I felt very much based in reality, just deep in my own head though. I agree usually, but I've had a couple of trips. Maybe it's been the mushrooms because I don't even think it was a dose. I think I did a normal, I think it was like, you know, the same way you get killer weed, you get really good batch money where I was fucked, man. Like legitimately when I showed up on those guys LARPing in the back of expressway, like, I thought I was in Narnia, you know what I mean? It was so fucked up that at that point had, like, they attacked me or I don't know what I would have done, you know what I mean? So I'm just saying, and that was nothing. That was a bunch of guys dressed up playing a fucking game in the park. Yeah. So imagine they're trying to dupe you. I, I just don't think it's so far-fetched, especially if with acid, which I think is even more... Um, you become more malleable than on mushrooms because it's just more psychedelic and shit. I'll say there's a huge difference between an empty stomach and a full stomach on mushrooms. Well, that's in many ways. Too. And it's very interesting just because there's so many nerves and stuff in your stomach. Like it. Well, that goes against the whole, they were at a Thanksgiving party. They would have had full stomachs. Well, whatever the dosing. I, well, and if it's acid, it's a whole different. Story. And it could be something like it could have been some acid derivative they were working on. Who fucking knows? You know. Anyways, not my, us. My, my point is that at that point they would wake up. They're on. What I always liked about the story, sorry, of Barney and Betty Hill was. Um, she came back with all this information about like Zeta reticulon and things that she shouldn't have been able to know. And to me, it was like, well, fuck, she had to get that information from somewhere. But if it's an elaborate hoax, they would just feed her that information while she was sleeping or, you know, fucked up. So she only remembers kind of bits and pieces of it, which would make sense from somebody who believed. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There are a lot of like that could be the totally true. Or the perfect psyop. Could it be the beginning of a leak? Like the process we're in right now. That right. The, the, exactly, Kamar. That's the first step of disclosure is to get people. That was the first um, abduction story. And then after that, you know, there were a lot of fakes because people started. Th but that also, because there were more fakes, it became more like maybe easier for people to accept a little bit because it wasn't, you know, it was talked about more became, it started getting into movies. It, like think about that. So right around then, that's when they started making movies about UFOs, right? As soon as it got into like the zeitgeist. Mm -hmm. So why would they do that? If they wanted everybody to really gradually get used to UFOs, you would start by telling the masses about them. That's got to be a relief that you can use this as a, even if it's a fake. I don't know. I'm really fucked up now. <laughs> <laughs> even if it's a fake, it's a fake to cover up for. For the real, the thing. real thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Well, that's all. That's uh, true. Yeah. I, I guess there is no uh, UFO story that doesn't excite you. But or yeah. Tickle no, your caucus. That one has me a little uh, puzzled. I, uh, I got to say. Um, 
what else? Uh, the and the UFOs that are interesting are the ones that they describe as the sphere inside the rectangle. That to me sounds more like some sort of drone. Well, I've, because you know, again, I think you're using what we have today as as fair, examples. Fair you know enough. what I mean? I think. I think as drone technology gets better, like think we're yeah, I think a drone is five years from now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Have think you seen of the drones. Ball te- drone you threw up. It's yeah, it's like a toy the, for kids. And the speed, dude. I've seen little drones that are f- like or other than the a sound. Square in a sphere. I don't know which way it is. Sorry. Yeah, it's either a square in a sphere or a sphere or circle in a square. In a sphere. I don't know. But what were you saying? Sorry. Nothing. It's drones. Fine. Drones are drones amazing. are insane. Yeah. Mm. And any and drone technology, technology, a drone would be. Like yeah, I, I I picture it like um a glob of like mercury. I think Terminator sort of thing, like that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know what or I mean? Or what was that movie, The Abyss? Yeah, exactly. All that stuff, that liquid metal thing. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about the idea of the phenomenon though, of it being like uh like a tangible thing? Like Jacques Vallée was saying, you know, you hear about these UFO flaps you know, a lot of events happening in a certain place over a certain period Slide of time. Back. Sorry. There we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? No a flap is an event. They call that a, a UFO flap. Like I've uh, never heard that. Yeah. Who is I've they? never heard that term. Seriously? Yeah. I'm, I'm not okay. I'm serious. No, well, no, no, no. I just, term. well, you're deep into this stuff though. No, so no, no. I thought that was just like, uh, I thought I've never sucks, ever heard that. Zucks. Okay. Sure. Anyways, a UFO, like a group. Is it an acronym or something? A flap? A UFO flap? Is that an info dump? I don't know why they call it a flap. Fair I enough. I don't know. It sounds like a Twitter like term. Like a flap of a wing. Listen, man, I learn something new every day. UFO flap. A- anyways, when a group of things happen, you know, like uh, when Mothman was sighted in uh, West Virginia or wherever that was, there was like all over Virginia, there had been all UFO sightings that co- coincided with what was oh, happening there. This is a so, flap. Yeah, a bunch of things all happening at the same time. And what they're saying is like, that's that's uh, the phenomenon rewarding that. I, I That's what I thought he was saying was like, if you believe they will come almost. Hmm. Which is kind of, see, and I, I'm surprised nobody ever brings up, uh, what's his name, um, Dr. Greer. Because he seems kind of loopy now, but back in the 80s, he was pushing hard for disclosure. He was like legitimately going in front of Congress. Stephen. Stephen Greer, correct. You said yeah. Alan, sorry. I think I just said Dr. Greer. I think you doctor. said Alan Greer. We can check the tape after. All right, whatever. So who's Alan Greer? It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> he was like legitimately trying to bring all the things we're talking about now to the forefront. Now he still well, is. We doing reviewed that, his podcast and we all said he was a bit of a loose cannon. Well, now he claims that he does this thing called, I don't even remember the name of it, it has uh, something five or whatever, where a group of people will get together and meditate. Oh, UFOs yeah, yeah, yeah. Into it. C5, I think it's called, or C. Something. What, I think anyways. he spoke about that on his podcast. He did, yeah. But um, he, like yeah, I Demi Lovato is really guy. into it. I'm surprised you haven't heard of it, Kamar. That seems to fall right into your wheelhouse. Does it? I, I, <laughs> that's what the kids... I don't even know what the fuck that means. <laughs> Demi Lovato, I think, went out to his... Like, spent 
time with him doing his C5 <clears throat> bringing UFOs in. Interesting. But listen, what if he's not crazy? What if that is like, look, if it has something to do with that conscious superhighway, you know, and you're just tapping into that somehow, maybe there is a key to tap in. Maybe drugs is that key, but maybe also that you can get there by some sort of meditation. I don't know, man. Like a mocha. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say it's, it's not my, um, the theory I choose to believe, but he didn't make us feel confident. Jacques Vallée. No, uh, Greer. Oh, well, we did no. the podcast. It doesn't matter. It's just, it's just in it the same, takes nothing away in from the him. same way that Matt doesn't like when like, um, this what's his name talks about moving things with their mind. You, I don't like when you talk no. about moving things <laughs> with your mind. <laughs> No. Um. Yeah. What's his name? Simon. God damn it! Not Randall Carlson. Um, Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock. Right? How did you not pull that? I thought you had him tattooed on your <laughs> forearm or something. But I just know that, like that, like makes it hard for you to believe some of his other stuff if he was to talk about that. No, no, no. I think everyone has their a few crazy things, and that's fine. I, I, I told you. I think Graham Hancock will most likely be proven right in the future. Probably about that mind moving thing too. No, it's not about. Yeah, not about that. Like a pork belly, you know what I mean? No, he's he's exactly what's wrong with politicians too, where they're like, safer ports for sure. Fuck poker, throw that in there too. You know what I mean? You're like, no, no, I didn't agree with that. That's not what we were talking about. I think Jacques Vallée and Graham Hancock would be amazing if they were your uncles. Oh fuck! What fucking Thanksgivings that would be? Eh? Simon's just the one thing he said was uh, the people they will not tell because. Oh no! They don't want to be crazy. I forgot to. Uh, I think I forgot to eliminate some of the video there. It's going to be a problem. It does not matter when he said that people don't rob port because they don't want people to think they're crazy. That's the, the the truest thing. You know what I mean? That makes you go, okay, I, I believe it totally. And the same is true for Bigfoot. And I'm not being facetious. Like, yeah, no, no. If you were to see Bigfoot, I mean, I would be screaming it from the rooftops. You probably wouldn't. You know what I mean? Well, I wouldn't want to be labeled crazy, and I don't give a shit. So you're right. I would just be like, oh, I saw something in the woods. Who the fuck knows? I wouldn't tell anyone. Yeah. This yeah. is what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. It wasn't an insult. It oh, was I know. Like, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of yeah. people like you out there. There's a lot of people like there out with UFOs. I think the ones we hear most about are these people who have these, like, the very seldom few who get these experiences that are like a Travis Walt, right, that become famous. But for the most part, I would imagine people see things and you'll I, never know. I feel like he might be coming on. Travis Walton? I think so, too. I think Joe got like a seed I, of, uh, I, I totally agree. Because he has, how old is he? Where does he live? Yeah. And he's young still because he was young when it happened. Well, Jacques Vallée like, is 81. I know, but he's, he's got to be the bar. Walton's only 60. I know, but I just couldn't believe how virile and it made me look at life differently. Well, the guy's doing things he loves. Maybe that's what it's all about. That sounds about right. For longevity. That sounds wrong. Right? I said that yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. Um, so just back to the phenomenon for a second. So the phenomenon, if it if it is a if it's a conscious We gotta wrap this up. Okay. If it's a consciousness thing mm -hmm. and it is like um it is doing something, rewarding the flaps, making it so we see more of them at a certain time or whatever it is. Maybe that's the phenomenon preparing us for disclosure. Meaning this is the rate of. Or hopefully in your case. 
I don't know. It's just another way to look at it. Like the whole idea that it's, um, I don't know if it's just so different than any of us can even possibly imagine. Then everything that we would be thinking would be totally. Anyways, whatever. Yeah, we're good. It's all good. I think that's it. Travis Walton was my last thing. Do we want to rate it? Let's, uh, Kamara, we'll start with you. We'll let Simon rate this one last. This was his. Uh, like Dave I Chappelle. said, the introduction made this <clears throat> seem like. Because you know how Joe always says, uh, well, we don't do sh- uh, intro anymore. So. But he made it seem like this was going to be real. Like you were about to get the the goods. Like they were going to wheel skinny, in the body. The skinny. And it took a long time. To not get the body. To confirm basically everything we've discussed and whatnot. Maybe a little something new, but then. As Simon alluded to before, the, but you you have to read the book. Was the it broke my back? I give this a two. Wow, I still give it a four. That was a good good fun talk. I knew Simon would like it, so I was excited for I him. I was very excited for you, Simon. Yeah, four point eight. <laughs> yep. Okay. Right okay. On that. It is what it is. It All is right. what it is. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it this far, that's incredible. You are incredible. Thank you. Pat yourself on the back. Um, we have a bunch of stuff you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's J R E E podcast. You can follow Kamar on Instagram at Kamar Babar for the weather. Uh, you can also follow him on Twitter. Same thing. Um, we have a, a YouTube. It's youtube.com slash J R E E podcast. If you want to see what we look like and, uh, the Patreon, patreon.com slash J R E E podcast. You can join for as little as $5 a month. Uh, starting in 2021, you will not get anything for that donation, really. You will just be supporting us. So decide to or not, it's up to you. Except for the post, Joe. If you have, yeah. If you have supported us up to this point, we love you. Thank you so much. Plus, if you join now, there's still 40 episodes, you know? Yeah, you get a, a big backlog, yeah. Uh, yeah. That being said... Big catalog. There you go. That being said, thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week, weekend, and as usual... Especially now, keep your eyes open.